Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Night Citizens Against Harmful Technology conference call. I'm Neil Chevrier, your moderator. There's many people in the U.S. and other countries targeted with electronic weapons and organized stalking. It is our mission to expose this technology, the people using it, and claim our right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for all people. It is also our mission to give empowering knowledge and support to the many under duress from this illegal, inhumane program. Please use star 8 on your phone to request being unmuted if you have questions, comments, or would like to interact in the conversation. And then use star 6 to mute yourself if you're not talking and have background noise. And then you can hit star 6 again to unmute yourself when you want to interact. The podcast is every Sunday night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time till about 1.30 in the morning. You can log on to w.talkshoe.com and put in the call ID 139744 if you want to join the chat room. Got a little background noise here. Um, the views of the callers are not necessarily the views of caught. You will find kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives. Please be kind to each other, have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. Remember, it is the diversity and the unity of our group that brings empowerment for everyone. Keep in mind the motives of those perpetuating these crimes and the technology they use to divide, conquer, and control. Their typical strategies are diversion, disinformation, and negativity. Much of these effects are from frequency warfare and thought control being implemented to cause these undesired effects. It is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Become a targeted individual warrior and spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. I'll do my best as your moderator to make sure everybody gets their turn to share tonight, as long as it's in the best interest of our progress and mission statement. Talking endlessly, changing the subject and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Get in the flow, be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. If you have an emergency situation, feel free to speak up, and uh, those of us that are on the call will do what we can do to help you. Please remember, others are waiting to share, too, so get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Uh, Some of the problems that kind of become a distraction for me in the chat room are people coming in as guests uh, that 
you know, say rude things and stuff, and I don't really care what they say about me because I know who I am, and you all know who I am too. Uh, so that's not really an issue for me. But when it's about somebody else, or just you know, saying TIs are wacko and they're all the tinfoil hat crowd, um, they don't even make tinfoil anymore. It's aluminum foil. Just being funny, but <clears throat> at any rate, uh, please come in with a handle and get known uh, by the name that you come in as. You can use your own name, or you can pick another name, or you know whatever you want to do. Even if you're you're here to be a troublemaker, just get established so that we all know you know what kind of characteristics to expect from each other in the chat room, and I don't have to waste so much time monitoring that. So I'm gently but firmly encouraging uh, those that are in the guest in the chat room as a guest right now to, to sign out and go make yourself a handle and start coming in that way, because if this gets out of hand, I'll just end up blocking all the guests. Thank you. If you have something to share, if you have something to to share tonight, just go ahead and hit star eight on your phone and and that way I can unmute a bunch of you and we can have some some good interaction. Uh, it looks like we're working up enough orders to get some more link stat for those uh, that didn't get to get in on the last order. Uh, five rolls of it at one hundred and fifty feet per roll went really fast. And I would like to also encourage that people that think that uh, there's laser-type things being used on them, um, that there's a unit called the Laser Defeater that sells for 100 bucks from the company, but it's $55 on Amazon. And I am getting a few reports of, of the Laser Defeater helping. What's coming through your windows can be a problem. So the laser defeater has a little suction cup on it, and you stick it on your window, and it's blocking out some of the stuff that, that's being done through laser. And there's also a website called land-shark. I think it's a .com, and they're selling a, a kind of a tarp material sleeping bag size thing. It's you know not insulated or anything. But it's it's reported to block infrared, and so the experiment that they show is that people that are, you know, military people out in the woods get into these little sleeping bag-sized things, and when they do, the helicopters fly over, and the helicopters couldn't find them using infrared, and that little sleeping bag-sized thing is uh, $69. I think probably plus shipping. So anybody who's interested in in checking those things out, you know, go ahead and check it out. And if it works for you and you want to report that it did and describe your symptoms, that's really cool. If you want to just be quiet because you're afraid that they'll, you know, mess it up or it'll stop working, then that's your choice. But we really are here to all work together. So I'm encouraging people to share things that work because we are dealing with a large variety of adaptive modalities that are being used. So 
you know, short of of spending a half a million dollars or more to to build yourself a superconductor enclosure to be in, which you probably wouldn't want to be in all the time anyway. Um, there's nothing really on a low budget that's that they're not going to adapt to and find a way around or use something different. Just it is important that you do everything you can do to protect yourselves. And as far as video games, you know, anybody who has children, um, there are games out there that do, you know, some teaching and some good things. But the violent ones, uh, even the ones that are just games, like back in the Nintendo Super Mario days, um, you become mesmerized by those. There's subliminal programming in those. I saw a, a program on TV that was showing on a PBS channel these kids that were in some kind of a control tower or you know a building, and they were controlling a drone, and they accidentally blew up a woman and two or three children, and they just uh, really didn't show a lot of heart. So one of the things that's happening is uh, the video games are not only subliminal programming, but they're desensitizing our children to really feel, you know, the feeling of what it would be like. And these people uh, that are in their 20s and controlling drones, um, all they said when they blew up this woman and her children and they weren't dead, it was really sad, is, well, the cameras that they have on these are, are just not very good. And, you know, we didn't mean to do this. We didn't get the terrorists that we were after. It was a mistake. And any any person that grew up in my era that did something like that would be crying their eyes out and feeling pretty bad. So I really discourage uh, video games that are violent especially and do give a warning that there is subliminal programming probably in in everything you know, digital entertainment-wise these days. So the, regardless of the convenience of of having Wi-Fi so you don't have to plug a wire in, you're, you're bringing in more of something that's hurting and capable of controlling you. And the flat-screen TVs and the digital converters that the, that the government gave away for free to everybody uh, the reason for that was because of the subliminal programming capabilities. And they are trying to dumb down the population and and keep them as docile as possible because if we were really allowed to feel and express the emotions that we feel, uh, then we would have done something about this this monstrous problem a long time ago. Uh, and it is slowly happening, so... Don't be discouraged just when you see good opportunities to educate people, even if it's just to give them a little piece of information, not more than they can handle. Uh, that plants a seed for, for knowledge to become power. And power can beat force, and that is what they're afraid of because they know what they're doing is wrong. And some people are being taken over uh, really when Cheryl Welch said that in a video that was given to me, I didn't really understand it. She had been out in the street theater for, for
for many years at that point and saw patterns and things that that made her know that some of these people were being taken over. So in some cases where somebody might be cold or somebody might turn and make a weird face at you or give you a look like you're a really bad person, uh, it, it may be that that person is being taken over. It's not always necessarily that they're working for these for these rogue groups and organized crime. And some of the people that are out there in, in a rock and a hard place and being told that if they go do this, they'll get some relief. So we just have to consider everything and you know do what we can do in the highest good whenever we can. So I got one star eight here. Brian, anybody else uh, wants to be unmuted, just let me know. Hi, Brian, how are you? Hi. Um, I go through, I guess, G2K 24-7. So going on for years, it seems. I've had three suicide attempts. One, they told me I had been dead back in the 2006, 7, and 9. And they're um, always running my brain and my body and my voice. I don't know if they're doing it now or not, but they've been doing it for a long time, controlling my body and controlling my voice and speech. And um, I don't understand what to do. Um, they're always telling me that I'm being run by a computer, a computer, and they just they run my body and my movements all the time and stop my speech. And I don't know what to do. That's all I have to say. Well, you may want to look into uh, the effects of the Schumann resonance. If you want to email me at electricrose22. Rose like the flower, all one word, electricrose22 at Yahoo. Uh, I have a, a short little book uh, about V2K, and I've passed it on to a few people. I haven't had a chance to read it, and I'm not dealing with that kind of a problem. And, and so, anyway, if you send me an email, I'll send you a free copy of it. It has a little number password that you put in. <clears throat> so it's copyright protected, but the author was kind enough to to just make it available to everybody for free. And go ahead. It's electricrose22 at yahoo.com. Yeah. It's terrorizing when I can't move, and they move my body, and 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 they block my speech, and um, I'm not even sure at the time if I am dead or alive. You know, because they, 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 you know, they, I read Max H. Williams' book, The Masala Massacre, and they literally take my my brain out sometimes, and I'm thinking that they have deprogrammed it. I don't, I don't even understand. So, well, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's really that capable, and, you know, I'd like to, I'm going to read a few things about some of the delivery systems tonight. I've been working on an info pack for, for nearly four years, and I'm just spread so thin it's not done, but I do have a few sections that have a lot in it, and um, I'll read about the summary of the implant technology, how a lot of it's put in us, what could be detected under MRIs, and what can't be detected, how the, the implants all interact with each other, and how they're hooked up to a network apparently through cell towers that go to fusion centers that are monitoring and and sending their street theater pe people out to do things. <clears throat> I suggest that you look between the webbing of your fingers. 
Uh, you look between the webbing of your big toe and the toe next to it, and you look behind your ears, and you'll find a small little quarter-inch, uh, almost quarter-inch wide scar. It'll be a very, very small incision, but in the right light, you can see scars. And for what it's worth, uh, a unit called the CC308, for those that, you know, don't want to go spend $1,400 to to go to Melinda and have her, you know, give you a write-up on what the frequencies are of of the implants that are in you and who they're licensed to, just to know that for yourself, um, the more that I do learn, I think Magnus Olson is right that that over 80% of the population has implants in them. For $12 on <clears throat> Amazon or eBay, you can get a, a CC308. It's just a cheapy little detector unit. It ticks and buzzes when it gets near things. And I found just using that spontaneously... Um, that I would get readings. The thing would start ticking faster. Every place that it ticked faster, I had a small cosmetic-grade scar. And apparently Dr. Staninger uh, was able to use some kind of, I think it was a rose salve. I don't have a confirmation of this. Somebody here might uh, know. But she used something and actually rubbed it on a spot on a person's forehead and a polymer skin-looking kind of a substance came off, and then you could see a bigger scar on on you know underneath it. So some of these scars were were being hidden where they did things. And anyway, later on I'll I'll read about a variety of the methodologies of putting implants in people's bodies, and and you know quite likely there's probably not anybody on this call that doesn't have them. But as far as being spontaneous, the reason is that if you think the thought, I'm going to go get the CC308 and scan my body, they'll turn off the implants and you won't get a reading. So sing a song in your head, think about going to the store or, you know, do something and then just spontaneously pick that thing up, turn it on, set the ticking so it's going tick, tick, tick fairly slow has a cheap little knob so you got to play with it to you know turn the dial to get the ticking real slow and then when you aim it towards a spot in your body where you have an implant it'll start to tick faster uh, it's probably best to do it somewhere as far away from electricity as you can get and if you go Neil? to go to the website you'll see a lot of the map of what it shows where the implants are. Yeah, go ahead. I'd like to give him some advice. Yeah, I do. So I called in when I heard that. I had to say I have the same problem. Uh, there's tons of uh, really credible videos, credible people that have come forward to let us know that from all the chemtrails, and this works with smart meters and smartphones, uh, they, it's transhumanism, and it's synthetic biology, and this is what they have sprayed in us for years, and they wanted to make us a robotic society. 
and that's what's going on with you. Now, the voices that you're hearing, that tells me, you and, and the robotic control, you know, you've lost, they've taken control of you, and that is super quantum computers. And right upside, outside your home, if you go out at night and look up in the air, go around, just look around in a circle, you're going to see them lights up there. One, they are a, 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 a UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles. You're also going to see uh, you have satellites going by. And all of this is high Wi-Fi, high-powered. And as well, we have drones. Little red lights you'll see flashing now and then if you look up there. And they are, sadly, it's a joint targeting one. So what the best thing you can do, you can get some borax. It's cheap. Borax in a box. And take three pinches. Put it in some cold water and drink it. And try that like in the morning and then late, early evening and do it every day. The second thing you can do is take apple cider vinegar, mix it with, um, you know, some Arm & Hammer, bacon powder, bacon soda, excuse me. And you want to drink a cup a day, but break it up in a third, a third in the morning, third in the afternoon, third in the evening, because you got a lot of, do you feel you got something in your tummy? Like, is there something heavy in your stomach when you bend over? No, it's, it's in my brain. That's candy? Okay. That's the heavy, it's heavy synthetic biology that they've sprayed all over. Everyone's got it. Don't feel like you're alone. Yeah, and, that, that, uh, that it, nanotech, it's, yeah. It's, it's growing in mm-hmm. us, isn't it, Chris? Yes, and, and the sad part is, I even read this a few years ago on the Navy's website that they're aware of it, and and it's self-replicating. It they cannot stop it. They don't know how to stop it. Yeah, I've even heard some of the implants if they were removed from the brain, they would kill the person. Mm-hmm. Some people will reject it, and this comes from Clifford Carnicum. He's a scientist who went public about the uh, chemtrails, chemicals, chemtrails. And Clifford Carnegie, one, he said when he looked up at night in the sky, he no longer could see a star. It was all these satellites in that mirror, Deborah Tavares, who said uh, that if you put night goggles on and look up, the way our skies are very busy. And she's right, I agree. Um, but Clifford Carnegie in the Carnegie Institute, there were some scientists that were coming in and out anonymously. And they were talking about this sick New World Order synthetic biology because they're, you're not alone. We've all got it in us. And um, people that reject it, they say it kind of becomes more gallons. It comes out of them. Whereas with some of the rest of us, for what they don't even know why, our bodies don't reject it. And we have, uh, you know, we become like a robotic and and the voices, the synthetic telepathy, and synthetic biology, synthetic telepathy. So when it happens, does it happen a lot when you're in the kitchen or when you're near electronics and water? It happens wherever I go. I mean, it's going like 24-7, and it happens wherever I go. And, um, you know, I mean, I, they, they're telling me that they're running me on a supercomputer. They seem to have control yeah. of my memories. You know, Do you have a I, cell phone? Well, a, a cell phone, yes. Okay. 
Well, number one, you're getting it all the time because it's coming from that cell phone. They uh, designed that cell phone purposely to be at the same brain length as our brain so they could communicate with your brain. Um, so what you want to do is, I, can you take the battery out of it? Yes. What you want to do, you only leave it on when you are using it. If you're not using it, turn it off. Before you go into your settings, look for airplane mode. And I want you to turn it off. Put it on, I'm sorry. You want airplane mode on. And then turn it off. Take that battery out and wrap it up. You can wrap it up in three layers of really good aluminum foil. Or you can get a little pouch out here. You know, you want to get a decent one and keep it in the pouch. Or even stick it in the microwave overnight when you're not using it. That'll protect you from that. And see if that helps along with, yes, you want to take borax and take three pinches and uh, put it in water. Just finger pinches and drink out every day. I'd have a glass in the morning and the evening because you sound like you're, you've got a lot of that in you. And a lot of people do. That's how they're controlling everybody with smart dust. What will the, what will the, uh, the borax do? Have you ever heard of the website called dataasylum.com? No. You should go there. Data Solemn? Asylum. Oh, the word data? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Neil. It's uh, D-A-T-A-A-S-Y-L-U-M. Is that right? Data Asylum, right? Asylum. Dot com. Yeah. That guy's pretty close to what's going on. And you'll get, you'll get an idea of the kind of people that we're up against that would do this to everybody. Is there, is there a confirmation about taking borax internally? I've been taking it uh, a year and a half now. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, I thought there was in all the Morgellon circles back when I was doing that research. I also do want to mention that a couple of different people told me that Arm & Hammer baking soda has aluminum in it. And I, really? I said, no, I said, that's baking powder. And they said, no, it, it has aluminum in it. So the huh. brand that's clean is called Red Mill. Yeah, Red Mill. You can get that at the grocery store even. It costs a little more, but it's worth it. Right. If, yeah, that's that's the best, you know, the most natural you can also look on eBay for a uh, colloidal silver maker, but get instead of buying two, get about thirty thirty five dollars battery operated or electric, and instead of buying two pieces of uh, six inch ninety nine point nine 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 silver, you can do copper. You can get for ten bucks. You can get two of them. I have that. They say that's better. You don't want to use the uh, silver on the silver colloidal glider. Oh, idle anymore. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that borax though. Borax can be poisonous. I mean, they don't. They they tell you to keep that away from animals and stuff like that. Borax. So, oh. As not me. Uh, that's what the scientists were pushing. You know, run a search. You know what? Do your own research. Yeah, and in, in some of these cases, it's taking a low dose of a toxin that's getting out something that's worse. So yeah. a little bit more research on that would be good because I know in the Markellan circles, there are people taking the baths and taking it internally. 
And, and there's, well, there's herbs like bloodroot that's used that gets rid of bacterial infections, and it's been used for years. But if you go look for an FDA or CDC listing on it, they'll tell you it's toxic and not to ingest it. You might want to try... I don't know if you're interested. I'm just just saying it has helped me. Uh, is it is it pronounced Croton or Creighton? Creighton. Creighton. Yeah. I, I I swear by it now. You know, I would never thought I'd. But it's an all natural pat. You know, it's from a plant. I don't know. And you mix it with uh, applesauce, and uh, it keeps you calm. <sighs> well, it takes pain away too. It's actually got an yeah, opening sure. in it. It grows in a uh, hundred foot tall trees and in places like Indonesia. Yeah. Um, yeah. For for those who really have severe pain, if you're taking hydrocodone or any of the other synthetic pharmace- pharmaceuticals, uh, there's other things, including implants in some of these pills. So uh, the recommendation for anybody that has severe enough pain to take any kind of an opiate because nothing else works. Uh, it's spelled right. K K R A T O M. Uh, if you were buying it in quantity, you would go to Kratom Frog, like a frog that hops. dot com. If you wanted to just try it out and get a couple of samples, uh, which are kind of overpriced, I think, compared to buying it in bulk. Uh, but just to try it out, you can get a sample pack of three or four different strains for 50 bucks at Coastline Kratom. Yeah. And should I get a landline phone instead? I would. I ditched my cell phone. I have a cheap one now, and I only use it. It's in the car. It's. I only use it when I have to, in an emergency. That's it. I got rid of all wireless, including Wi-Fi. You don't even want to... Yeah, you, you know, that cell phone is picking up Wi-Fi. It's attached right to the cell phone tower. And and the cell phone tower is a direct targeting mechanism on us. Now, the, the gentleman with the pain, uh, what part of your head do you feel that? Is it the whole thing or is it a specific spot? It's um, The voices run through my whole head. They're going on 24-7. I feel the energy is running through. The voices are harassing me, uh, and, and they, um, uh, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard voices running through my body and everything. But it's like the energies are running through me constantly, and yeah. somehow by oil suggestion, they actually stop my motor. They, 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 they seem to run my body. I mean, why they're not okay. there, I don't know right now. Okay, okay. I just wanted to know if it was localized or was it general, you know, um, what, did anybody suggest to you building a helmet for when you're in your home to wear? So, how do I do that? Okay, um, well, I'm pretty sure Neil can uh, guide you on that, but um, you ought to think about materials that you can use to shield yourself. Go ahead, I'm looking for the that, noise. That's not my noise. Oh. Yeah, good old Southern California. Okay. So what you want to do is research about shielding materials, especially um, like heavy materials that you can build a helmet with. Hold on. Now I got 
their motorcycles going by. Um, like, if you have a helmet from biking or sports or something, you can pack that with, hang on. We got traffic up here. We never yeah, got yeah. traffic. Now we get traffic this this weekend, you know. Um, right. Okay, so shielding materials to look at. First, look around your kitchen, your garage, your attic, and find ceramic materials, sheet metal, mirrors. Um, I know if you have something like a bowl that's already shaped, Large enough for you to wear, you can do that, like a stainless steel bowl. You can line it with wool or cotton, like a cotton sheet, make it more comfortable. Um, magnetic, what I wear a lot of times is magnetic jewelry. Almost every day I wrap my head with a strand of magnetic beads, and that helps tremendously. It's such a little thing, but it prevents so much pain. Um, and um, some magnetic beads or magnetic, like, clusters. Like, if you can get a bunch of magnets in a in a tin or just cluster them together and you hold them to where the pain is, where you think that's coming in or where it's going out, that will help, too. But you'll have to experiment because we won't know which kind of frequencies they're using. I'm, I'm not in pain. I'm just manipulated constantly. Right, but that's the same thing. You, uh, I thought I heard you say that you were in pain. No, I'm not in pain. I'm just being manipulated constantly with the voices. And and I mean, I've been living right. on a raw on a raw vegan diet for years. And um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just uh, I'm not in pain. I'm just just. Still, still, what I'm trying to express to you is that these are caused by frequencies, so you need to try to block the frequencies. Okay. You need to block the intrusion. You hear? Yeah. And the more you experiment, the more you'll find out what works and what doesn't. Everybody has to go through that. Is it, the, is it the magnets and the Udinian magnets to get? Well, if you're if it's get, getting in through say radio radio frequencies, then magnets oh will not work. Yeah. So you have to try out different things. Okay. They might be doing that to me. They might be doing that to my phone. Yeah, I'll block you, are, myself. Are you using a speakerphone, Brian? Yes. Uh, you oh, you need to turn that off. I'm sorry. sitting He's here on looking speaker. for it. All right. Sorry. Uh, and another thing to consider is that they eat up the temporal lobes of your brain, so like right above your ears on each side. They use microwave to heat up the temporal lobes to get in and do some of the frequency stuff. Um, since you're tormented with V2K, you might consider buying some of those little blue ice gel packs and seeing mm -hmm. if if cooling that down does any good for 
for stopping yeah. some of the transmission. And another thing is that if they think yeah. it's tormenting you and bothering you, they do it. That's right. So I know. You reach a point, you know, it's like me in the street theater. I go out, I do whatever I want, and yeah. there's, don't 10, there's 10 million people with phones everywhere. I don't care. I don't I care. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ice packs are a really good idea, especially in the summer, because some of the damages that we incur through this targeting uh, are inflammation-related. So if you can take down the inflammation with an ice pack, you know, you'll get really faster that way. And uh, also water is a good shield. Water. Yeah, liquids, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially salt water. So you can make an ice pack and put some salt and water in it and freeze it up. And I've got like four or five of them. I keep them circulating, you know. When one melts down, I get another one. And you, how, you, how do you use it? I use it on wherever they're hitting me, like if it's the knees, the back of the neck, wherever it is, you know. It absorbs the energy, and it takes down the pain. So that's something you can do right away. You know, you don't have to spend any money. Neil, did you have a topic tonight that you wanted to cover? No, I just uh, really didn't have anything in particular come to me. Okay. Somebody, somebody had asked about describing some, some of the delivery systems. Oh, man, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm having to mute and unmute people looking for this noise. Central North Carolina, if you're using a speakerphone. Um, sometimes. Let's, let's do this non-member one. Hello, non-member. How are you? It's quiet. You want to be unmuted, but are you there? No. No. Okay. Washington, D.C., you're unmuted. Arizona, you're unmuted. Yeah, somebody might be getting their phone antenna near something else. It's Funny how it's always that frequency pitch that comes okay. through. Fred, can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm hit with um, chemical uh, chemical spraying, and it burns my eyes really bad. And I okay, I was muted. Sorry, I'm trying to find the noise here. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, I get chemical sprayed every single day and night and it burns my my eyes and like my the skin around my nose and it's affecting my vision i'm slowly losing you know my vision is slowly getting worse and worse and um hello hello yeah did we lose you Everybody went silent for a while. Well, well okay. let's let her finish asking her question. 
Well, I mean, you know, like a few months ago, they um, they hit me with uh, mustard gas powder. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of think it's not really research. It's more like, you know, terrorism. Because, well, I mean, you know, that's yeah. a, You're right. you know, a weapon of war. Well, one of the things that's going on here is uh, putting conductive materials in people's bodies and also wearing down their immune systems. Um, I exposed PG&E Electric Company years ago and did a newsletter and went after them and threatened them with a class action suit because they were spraying 2,4-D, which is 50% of the compounds to make Agent Orange in a rural area where we had our homes and they stopped spraying. But what I found out in all that research was that low-level exposure to a variety of chemicals causes more damage to the immune system than one acute exposure. So uh, I really have come to realize that they are using some of these chemicals to break down our immune systems because uh, Shelley reported on her call a couple weeks ago that she found a, a paper that some branch of the Army was putting out mosquitoes with particular pathogens in them. And so you can find yourself in a position where your immune system has been run down, and then things that your immune system would normally fight off, they won't fight off. And this is why taking the vitamin C is important and and also doing things that purge heavy metals and doing it consistently. If you're not in a position to go in and be tested for heavy metals uh, and then do some kind of a, pro, a protocol like chelation or oral chelation, or just eating cilantro and split-cell chlorella, which you get at a health food store, or doing an ion detox foot bath, uh, which does pull out stuff amazingly so, and it's well-documented. Um, if Once you start purging heavy metal, it's not something you want to stop doing because uh, you can dislodge these materials from places that they are in your body and have them going back through your circulatory system and getting lodged somewhere else. Um, but the, the, I couldn't emphasize enough the, the health stuff that I'm going through right now with a pathogen that's proliferating at a fast rate and causing me a lot of bad symptoms that are life-threatening uh, is definitely partially from an accumulation of some of the chemical toxins and heavy metals. And those people that work outside more or go out and run and they're breathing in those chemtrails, they are getting some of those heavy metals and and chemicals. Um, Sue could probably elaborate for you on on some of the typical things that are reported by a lot of people about uh, those that are hit with chemicals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I get a lot of chemical attacks, too. And do they gotten, burn your eyes? Does it burn your eyes? They do. They've tried so many different things. Some of them burn, some of them don't. Um, some of it's gaseous, some of it's liquid, some of it's gel, and some of it's powder. And they're all different combinations. So um, what I've been doing is experimenting with semi-natural 
cleaning products for my skin and my environment. And um, I don't know exactly what you're getting, but... Um, well, they're literally putting stuff down, our, down my vent. And I mm-hmm. I covered my vent with plastic sheeting and I taped it down with duct tape. And they're now, like, cleaning it through the windows and things like that. So, yeah. you know, they're finding a way to get it into me to get it in here somehow. Yeah. But it's every single night. Like, when I go to sleep, I wake up, my eyes are burning. They're, like, the eyelid itself is burnt. The skin around my... I can... I can breathe it in and, you know, like my nostrils burn from whatever chemical they sprayed. Sometimes my lips go numb or, like, they tingle. So I think they're using pesticides, um, chlorine. Um, I know for a fact they did use mustard gas um, a couple times. Um, They left evidence behind. And um, I called Hildegard Senator about that. I was going to ask her if she she would take it, but she said no, she doesn't want to, you know, Take it, it's too um, risky. But um, there, you know, I'm heavily targeted, heavily, you know, like daily with the the chemicals, and my eyes are just constantly burning. I'm constantly having to leave and like evacuate. Uh, mm-hmm. well, Do they I... use chemicals outside the house as well, or just when you're home alone? Just when I'm when I'm home. Yeah. Okay. And it's usually only during the night when I sleep, but now they're starting to do it during the day. Like, they're doing it like they did it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you went to Mexico where you weren't getting chemical attacks, and now that you're home... No, they, right, they, and they, I think, you know, that it's definitely boots on the ground doing it here because in Mexico, yeah. I was only getting what they could do with, you know, via satellite, you know, like... Right. Via, you know, satellite frequency, and that was yeah. it. Well, I was yeah. getting gang stock, too. But I was not getting a chemical. So the chemical is definitely a boots on the ground operation, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, also understand that there is a, a kit that comes from an alphabet agency, and it's using mm-hmm. the low-voltage 24 or 27-volt transformer that runs the thermostat on heating and air conditioning systems. And so uh, if you listen to that thing coming on and you think it's cycling more than it should be, uh, the kit that they put goes in the ductwork somewhere, but it has like a little valve in it or something that Mm -hmm. turns on when the electricity from the thermostat turns on. Uh, So some people have found that their thermostat's been messed with. Quite often you'll find a, a little transformer mounted somewhere on the heater air conditioning unit and the thing would be to to you know catch the the brand and the model number of that unit and then go on YouTube or just do a general search uh to get a wiring diagram and see if there's more wires there and if there is uh you may want to disconnect them I mean, it's a it's a shot in the dark, but I hate to think this is happening to you, and it's just hooked up to an automated system. If all you had to do was pull a wire or two, and the thing would stop working, because it's awful. And and another thing is, you know, I went through the the vision thing too, and just watching my vision get worse really, really fast. And I wouldn't I wouldn't normally recommend this. I'm not recommending it really, but it did work. 
uh, colloidal silver can be one of the materials, any silver can be one of the materials used in assembling nanotechnology things in our bodies, uh, from what I'm reading. And my suspicions come from some of the other Hi. heavy metals oh, that are in the chemtrails are are also part of the building materials of of building nanotechnology. So mm-hmm. I've told people to not put colloidal silver into their body internally. But the times where my vision got really bad, I put colloidal silver in a spray bottle. And I sprayed it into my eyes, and in two or three days, my vision got better. Oh, so wow. With that that's warning, really it's, it's up to you as to whether you choose to do that. Well, yeah. that's interesting. So you, did, you just put it, did you dilute it, or you just sprayed it in straight? Yeah, I just I sprayed it straight, and we make our own, you know, for, for anything. I even put it in houseplants because it kills molds and stuff in your houseplants, and they do better. Um, but the stuff we make will be either pretty clear or an amber color. So you, if you're making your own, you don't want to just leave the little silver wires sitting in your distilled water, which is all it takes to make it, um, and then see what looks like a mirror on top of the water. That clumping isn't isn't the desirable effect. It's to get very, very small particles. And of course, you can buy it on Amazon or eBay or at a health food store. That sounds good because I I know they have been targeting my eyes and my mouth. But here's the thing: once you block off uh, your vents, they can take they can assemble droplets in the air with without anything else but a carrier yeah. wave. They can exactly. drop stuff on you right in the middle of your room. Where right. everything's cold, so it's it's quantum physics, you know. And whoever's making that noise, could you please lighten up on the sound? It's getting kind of annoying. Yeah, it is because you know then I have to come in and mute people, and I don't want to mute the people that are talking. So have a little consideration and just hit star six on your phone and mute yourself. Things like washing that... dishes and rattling papers sound really loud on these calls. Yeah, or the you know chewing potato chips in your ears, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, like, come on. Uh, and also, well, most of our phones have a mute button, so you can mute yourself right on your own phone. Okay. Um, I still have that re. I still have that reading. Uh, I could save it for later uh, when things get a little more spiritual late at night for us. So, I could just save that. Okay. Do you know anything about clone voice technology? That's somebody just sent me a text saying that that's what they did for me when I called you, and I was like, they said they did that to her too, and I was wondering if you knew anything about clone voice technology, how they can clone your voice and make you sound like you called somebody, or you know anything about that? I was just yeah. There's 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 voiceover technology. You could be a different Corey. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Somebody suggested that's what like might have happened with you, and I was like, I wanted to ask the question for them because they were afraid to speak. But um, oh. I was, uh, everything you're saying is so on point, dude. Um, you're the best call of the week and the most informed one ever to be on these calls, and it's just there's. Well, uh, 
If I was actually doing something that really helped us get out of this, I'd take it as flattery, but I don't. We have to pull together as a team. It's not about me, and it's not about a few people. It's about everybody sharing and caring about each other. Because if we don't, the human race is going to die from selfishness and a lack of unity. And that's no joke. You you said um, that there was something above your ear. They look first the scars. I read um, Michael Fitzhugh Bell's book, and he said the invisible crime, and he talked about that. I have the one behind my ear, but right above my ear, like in my temple area, is where all the nano comes out. That's where the Morgellons is. And it's like, is that a specific area? That's you said the temporal lobe. Well, the temporal lobes are are an interface for some of the frequency tech to be used. Right, right. And currently, thus far, I've found nothing to help me as far as shielding. I'm still haven't had the money to get the Linkstat or the copper or the their Silverell, but I'm going to have to make an investment in some of that stuff. Uh, I have another question. Has anybody tried the sleeping bag from Less EMF? Any re- recommendations on that? It's like 400 bucks, but the one from Landshark, you said, sounds very appealing. I looked at that website. Well, I mean, it's all adaptive technology, so you can spend 350 on a sleeping bag and 900 on their on their canopy with silver thread woven through it, and yeah. they'll just they'll change the frequencies or the delivery system that they're using, and you'll find yourself out, you know, 1,250 dollars. I think less EMF is run by organized crime. If you want to know the truth, I hate them. Really? Let that, let that be put in the recording. How dare they not give people enough information that have gone out and spent that kind of money? How dare they tell somebody to buy a $900 canopy and not consider what's coming from under the bed right up through? How dare they not tell that the frequency wavelength isn't going to matter, that, yeah, you can get inside their $900 canopy with your cell phone and it won't work, but... Uh, war-based technology is going to go right through it, and you're out $900, and it doesn't cost that much to make that. Yeah, I hate them. I don't trust them. Wow. You can tell. It makes me angry. I'm tired of companies that are probably organized crime networks in in the whole targeting realm and in, in the medical industry. Uh, selling things that aren't helping people or even are actually hurting them, uh-huh. let, let alone overpriced, which is why yeah, Corey, I started selling Linkstat. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you have to go out and buy $900 worth of protection if you can make it yourself at home. So, for instance, you can make a protective blanket, like an Oregon blanket, and you have, you know, layers of wool, and inside it, you put layers of steel wool, which is almost uh-huh. the same as the silver mesh, but you're just doing a different kind of conductivity. But you can make it thick if you want. You lay it out, you roll it out, and then you sew it up. And that's um, it's so basic and it's so cheap to make. And uh, it's not going to protect you from everything, but it's not going to cost you $900 to experiment with it. And you can add magnets to the corners if you want, or, you know, there's different things you can do like that. A blanket with steel wool inside yeah, of it? You, yeah, you, you layer the blanket with the steel wool layers. 
can make one layer, you can make two layers, depending on how big you want the blanket to be. You can make it a half blanket, so you can just wrap your shoulders or around your head or around your hips, wherever. Or you can make a full length that just takes a lot more still wool. But um, Like SOS pads, kind of? Yeah, like, where do you get like wool? scrubbing pads, like you could get at a dollar store. Okay. Grabbing yeah. steel wool, steel wool pads, and you and you roll them out. You have to uh, unravel them, you know, to make them flat, and then uh, and then secure it down with another layer of blanket and sew it in so it won't move around. Right. There's bigger ones of those in the paint department at Home Depot. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about weed blocking fabric. Somebody said weed blocking fabric. Oh, uh, Connie was talking about weed blocking, and that actually is very lightweight, though, and you've got to make lots and lots of layers to get any protection from it. I mean, if you're getting hit hard like I do, you need a lot of layers of it to work. It might make a good curtain material, like... You can hang that over your windows, and it helps lower the frequencies. It's not going to block military-grade DEWs, but it will lower the frequencies if you're on a low level of targeting. It will help, you know, soften the environment. Right. I think mine's pretty high-powered targeting. I mean, I have not found anything that's helped. I mean, not to sound pessimistic, these calls help me. But it's it's pretty. I can sympathize with what Brian said. That caller. I mean, I, they fucking stuck me in a goddamn mental institution for a week because I told them I was exposed to advanced nanotech nanomaterials, and it was such a horrifying experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> These, they, they t- I mean, why, yeah, that's why I suggested earlier about self-control, what you say and what you do, because it can be so easily interpreted, misinterpreted, or reinterpreted by anybody, you know, out there who doesn't understand. And we have to be really cognizant of that, you know. As long as we're on these calls, we can warn each other, but then there's going to be a whole lot of people out there who don't know and who are going to act out and then they're going to be in the news next. Right. I mean, all the, all the, so many of these people don't even have a clue about what's going on. I didn't know what TI was until, I, know. I, I mean, I had no idea. And I know. It, the, the, the covert, like, hiddenness of this, how, to, like, how it's all covered up by the medical community, it's, it's the most fucked up thing you could ever imagine. Yeah. And, you know, I, like, I was, for years I was going, I know there's something else going on, but I just didn't have the vocabulary. Once I started getting vocabulary, I was able to do better research, but it took a while. Um, it actually came to me, the first important word that clued me in was R&M, remote neural monitoring. And it happened to be on one of those 
um, comment pages from an article about a guy in San Francisco or Sacramento who had called. You probably remember this, Neil. There was a guy in Sacramento, California, who was calling the police like a hundred times a month. He said he was getting burned by satellites and nobody believed him. They finally put him in jail because he they, they said he was harassing the police. Well, after that article came out, there was like a hundred comments. And one comment is what I zeroed in on that had terms that I could look up. And that's where I started getting educated and about three, three and four years ago, something like that. So it's really helpful to have the, the correct vocabulary so you can do really proper exacting research. Have you, has anybody tried the copper socks? You know how they have the diabetes socks and that's supposed to help as far as circulation and with neuropathy? Well, I saw copper socks. Has anybody tried those to see if they help at all? Yeah, Karen said they did help some. Huh. Because I've been thinking about getting those. They're cheap. Um, and I was wondering if anybody had tried those. Really, I'll have to try it. Just remember, anything that's conductive can also be turned into an antenna. Right. Anything, anything that you could run it to the earth so that when you walked it grounded it out would be best to bleed off what could come through it. Hmm. Now, thank you, Papa, because I know that that Papa can ground. Yeah, it'll ground. If you picked a pair of shoes and you went to Harbor Freight and bought a $5 rivet gun, you can run a rivet right through the bottom of your shoe. You'd have, you'd have to put a hole in your sock right there so that your skin actually touched it, or if you're using the copper socks, that the copper would touch it. And then whenever you were walking on bare earth or a wet sidewalk, it would ground. It doesn't work on uh, you know wood floors in your house or... Um, on asphalt, it wouldn't bleed off, but in most other cases, it would. I wonder if it would work on a rug. No, it, it's got to go to the earth. Right. Okay. Got a few people unmuted here. Anybody got something they want to share? Hello, Arizona. There you are. I kept having to remute people because of the noise. I'm here. Uh, how you doing, Pam? Hanging in there. It's yeah. It's been a rough few days. I tried that Praycon because um, my body and my spine and my hips, everything have been. I get, you know, my targeting is a lot. Yeah. And um, I end up in physical therapy. I've had shot injections, all kinds of things. So I have hydrocodone. So I got it, the Craycom, because I was trying to reduce 
any narcotics in my body. And it wasn't working for me. It worked for light pain. And so I was wondering, you know, about that. Um, oh, I mean, if you're taking a teaspoon of Mang Da, it's going to do more than a, <clears throat> a three to 500 milligram hydrocodone. Uh, that's after 25 years of pain that I've been in, and I went down all that synthetic pharmaceutical road. And say that uh, again. I mean, about about a teaspoon of of the kratom will do more than a couple of hydrocodone. Okay, mine are in the capsules, and that's why I didn't understand. Oh um, yeah, no, yeah. With yeah, my mine is like at 10 milligram, and I'm trying to keep it to two a day. But I tried the Kraycon, and I, I was, it'd work on minor pains, but they amp it up so damn high that. Well, if you uh, knew the pain that you I'm in, taking if, it. if you take a teaspoon of it, somebody could be pouring acid on your skin, and it wouldn't hurt so bad. Uh, the pain that I'm in without it is uh, uh, unbearable. I mean, burning and feeling like somebody stabbed me with an ice pick in every muscle, made me walk 20 miles with an 80-pound backpack, and then stripped the sheets off my nerves, poured acid on them, and put broken glass in my veins. That's about the best analogy I could give when I say unbearable pain. Uh, You're talking with somebody with a high pain threshold who built houses with Lyme disease and took hydrocodone. Uh, which is an awful drug, and and it's also supporting the very network that's profiting off of people's suffering. You know what, Neil? That's what salmonella poisoning is also. Um, That's that's how it feels when you have salmonella. Really? Yes. I had salmonella, and let me tell you something. It is the most painful thing... I have ever gone through it. Went sh- shooting right through the backs of uh, the nerves in my legs. It was awful, all the way up through my anal cavity. It was terrible, and it was and it lasted probably for about a month. And it lasted for any time I ate, like if I ate shrimp that wasn't all the way cooked or eggs that were a little bit tainted. It would come right back. And that was for about two years that I looked at that. So look at salmonella. Thank you. I will. I wrote it down. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I wanted to get um, what you were saying about air conditioning units, seeing we use them here a lot in the desert. And I have the feeling either mine's not grounded or they do suck the battery power right out of my um, thermostat, and what I'm makes wondering. You say that? The battery is. Oh, I have to keep replacing the batteries that control oh, uh, the thermostat. Oh. So I didn't know what I should be looking for. I wanted you to tell me that again. Well, you, you know, um, just. You'd have to go out and take the cover off of the the main unit that's in the garage and look for a transformer with two wires coming off of it and see if there's any other wires coming off of it. And then go put a, a transformer? Sur- 
Okay, see, ours is on the roof because we do our heat that way here. Well, it's a swamp cooler then, right? No, it's 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 done. It's an air conditioning unit that does heat and air on our oh, our roof. I see. We have like really strange roofs. We have foam roofs here. They're painted white to reflect sun and all kinds of stuff. So they can right. go right through anything. Well, wherever the electric stuff is, you'd have to pull that panel off and look for a two-inch little square thing with some copper wire wrapped around it and a kind of a frame around it that's black, which is iron ferrite, and then go look it up on YouTube uh, as if you wanted to fix the problem, and you'll find pictures of the inside of those, and you could see... Um, you can do a search for a schematic and see if there's supposed to be as many wires as you see hooked up to that. Or if there's okay, anything right in it. They right should be grounded, right? No, it, does, it doesn't. should be grounded? Well, everything electrical is grounded, but it doesn't require anything extra ground. Yeah, uh, I the, saw something. Okay, go ahead. The, the ground is just a return. It, it's like to run a light bulb, it, it, there's a wire coming in one side and going out the other. So the power comes in one side and then to return so it can go in a circle and keep lighting is what ground is. It's it's a return in a circle, to put it simply. I'll probably have to get help with that electrically. Um Something really strange happened to me yesterday. I work in the grocery store, and I'm surrounded by Wi-Fi. But I have a little cart that's in front of me, and I cook things and give out samples to people. And uh, the doors opened, you know, the, the, the magnetic doors, automatic doors on the place opened. And I can't, I was I have to sit on a stool because of my spine arthritis, and you know I, they've attacked it where I can't walk, um, all kinds of things. So I sit on this stool, and this tornado kind of like form came directly at me at a high speed of rate, and it, as soon as those doors opened, it shot through and went straight across and hit my groin, the right groin, and about knocked me off the chair. Wow. That was the most, I mean, I'm getting some stuff right now where they're having fun burning my nipples, um, swelling my breasts up to the point that they're under my armpit. I mean, I'm having a lot of shit going on over here. It's It's a joy. But I have never seen anything like that. I just happened to, I was turning and looking left and peripherally caught it and it hit me so hard and I couldn't walk and now they're into like pulling my leg out from its socket and just trying to knock me off on the ground or anything. It's, I don't know what that was that I saw or who is doing this to me, but they're not fucking around. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. Yeah, and when I swim here, because our pools, you know, if I go in underwater, sometimes I see 
black plaques. I don't know what that means, if that's chemtrails or what. They're little tiny, just black flakes floating in the water. I notice our birds do different things now. Since we have the military flying high and stuff, I, I know that our birds even act different. They start closer to the highway. They get strange, like thousands of them. And the one time driving down the freeway, it was like I was in the movie The Birds. Yeah. They were just going nuts. They didn't know where to go, what to do. And it's kind of crazy. Well, it's sad because some of these animals are relying on radar. Yeah, and usually when you see the birds like that, look afterwards. Usually there's an earthquake. Um, they they are very, birds in particular, are very susceptible to what's going on with the earth. And and you can gauge what's going on with the earth by what the birds are doing. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It's sad yeah. because they just didn't know what to do. And my pill just like one of them. I, I'm just speaking so now. Pardon me? My neighbor to just say I want to focus. What's your name? Uh, let's not cut her off in the middle of what she's saying, please. Um, I lost track. It's all right. Yeah, that's usually the point. <laughs> so uh, you were saying something about just being sad that the birds are being affected and then... Yeah, I just see different things, but I, uh, you know, I wanted to know about what I could soak in. I didn't pick that up quite, what you all were saying. Um, What state are you in? Arizona. I guess I've requested to have my smart meter taken off. And I'm going to go with an analog. The electric company provides it, but I was warned by another woman here in Arizona that they attach antennas to sometimes. So I've got to watch out for that. But yeah, you might be getting it from all sides because if you get if you're in Arizona, you close near the border. Are you no, up No, I'm I'm um in the Phoenix area. So Tucson is closer to the border. I'm I'm further north, I guess. Hmm. And that's a little south. Um so if you were to soak your feet in something that's the other thing. I was going to say I requested a heavy metal um, check on my blood, and they drew six tubes of blood from me. And all this doctor could say to me is, you're sure taking a lot of, you have way too much B6 in your blood because I was taking spirulina for the fight radiation. And um, that's all they came up with. And I have the funniest feeling like my blood was messed with. 
in the lab. You couldn't find anything in six tubes of blood. Yeah, right. But if I if I soak in vinegar or something and baking soda, that will help pull metals out of my body. If you want. It'll help. If I put if I soak in vinegar or baking soda, that will help pull no, toxins I'm, I'm, out I'm of not, my body. I'm not saying that that pulls heavy metals out of your body. What it may pull out uh, may be nanotechnology, from what I understand. But the foot bath is actually an ion detox that runs on an electrical unit. You'd have to go look it up. Okay. I'm curious. Has anybody tried sodium citrate? I, I got. They said it keeps your blood at 7.0. Sodium citrate dihydrate powder. I bought some on Amazon. I don't know if anybody knows anything about it. I've never no, used it. No, I hear you. Yeah, I'm trying it out. See if that helps. But yeah, the the foot bath. When when you say an ionic foot bath, it's just at a standard foot bath like machine kind of thing that you bought. I, I bought one. I got one at Goodwill for eight bucks. I've been doing the foot bath. And uh, experimenting with different solutions, I believe that does pull out some of the nano or the silicon, which is what holds it together. It's just the whole thing coupled with mind control and satellite systems. It's like so. It is like a science fiction movie out of. You know, we're like this small community of like misanthropes, and everybody's against us. Fucked up. <laughs> to say the least. Hey, um, Neil, I'm going to send you, I'm going to forward you an email. Um, I joined Senator McCain's site, our senator, and um, I, you know, see what he's doing all the time. And he has something that he's written about trying to work with other senators about. Um, the FBI being, I you know that they can't just. I may have read it wrong, so I w- I want to forward it to you and see what you if you understand it better than I do. Yeah, because I'm really... taking it as he's wanting to put um, the FBI more in check about who they surveillance. You know what information they're gathering. You know on personal citizens. So I don't know if that means anything to anybody. Because to me, mass surveillance has a lot to do with a lot of things. Well, any of the politicians in those circles, they know if they cross the line, they'll be taken out. So I don't waste any time on any of them. I just pray for their karma to come back to them sooner sooner than later. They're in those dirty circles. Well, he's getting ready to write a new... Um, the way I took it was like a new... With these other senators, like a different type of Patriot Act or something. I thought it was kind of important that... 
Wasn't there a problem with him with the TIs? Well, they had, yes, the TIs down here um, with the thanks of Pete Tilly. Jesus. Um, I'm not a Pete Tilly fan, so don't be offended, anybody that is, okay? Well, he's an FBI uh, informant, so, yeah, let's just tell the truth here. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was interesting. He did come here all the way, and um, Senator McCain has an office in Washington as well as here. He wasn't even here, and he was trying to get him arrested, and he had the TIs were out, you know, passing out flyers or doing stuff, and um, I don't know what good it did. I wasn't there, but I didn't think that it was appropriate. And he ended up, they were, he was trying to put a citizen's arrest on him. And I just thought that everything that he did was more for himself than the TIs. But there would probably be some people in Arizona who'd want to choke me for that. But that's what I think of it. Um, But I was surprised to see this, that he's trying to write a new law that has to do with us being um, surveilled. And I don't know if that comes from um, that Snowden interview that was on Vice, the show named Vice, and um, Snowden talked about how the FBI flies, and they admitted it. They came over, and they they admit that they fly over all the time and surveil people. And he said it, Snowden said it in this interview like a month ago, and said, yes, the FBI does do it, and they sent out this veil over people, and they hear everything you do and see everything that you do. Um, it was a very interesting thing. It was on YouTube. If anyone's interested, it's Vice, and then just type in Vice, V-I-C-E, and then Snowden. It was very interesting. With the cell phones, what's in them, um, he opened one up. He explained a lot of things. So I don't know if that set people back or if my own handler is sending me something just to mess with me because they know that I am very for Edward Snowden. Um, I don't think they like that. Okay, I think I'm about ready to block all the guests, so just go sign in because I'm not going to have people on my call that are just thinking that it's a joke that the human race is facing a threat of extinction. So take your little immature selves and go somewhere else. Yeah, I can see guest 31. You've made yourself so that you can't get in. Is that Corey? No. No, not you. The other Corey. Oh. 
busy monitoring the chat room, so if anybody has anything they'd like to share, I've got a couple of people here to unmute. Uh, East Virginia, Central Coast, California, how are you? Hi, how are you? This is Central Coast, California, how are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there, how about you? Best friggin' weather I've seen in years, last couple days. Unbelievable. High-pressure system, air as clear as crisp as a bell, and it can't be more perfect in temperature. Cannot even explain it. I'm sure it's done all for the tourist industry, but I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Sunshine on the beaches, unbelievable. Weather is unbelievably stable. Unbelievable. No cold wind, nothing. Nothing bad. And there's tons and tons of people because it's a one percentile neighborhood where tourists flock. So I, I would guess maybe tourist flocking areas are possibly a good place to live. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. They, they, seem to, they seem to kind of turn everything off in the tourist flocking areas. I'm not sure if all the tourist flocking areas are that way, but mine is. They ramp it up to be really friendly tourists. Or I just think the tourists are targeted. Pardon me? I just think the tourists aren't targeted. I don't know about that. I was living in, I've been to Central Coast California and they hit me hard. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I can't myself quite understand, but this particular area will seem to be friendly. Everything seems to be normal. Very strange, very strange, very unnormal. But whatever it is, I don't care. But enjoy it. <clears throat> yeah, it's um normal police, normal firemen, normal everything. I mean there's some weirdness, but whatever. Not bad. Well not more normal than what I hear on these calls. Anyway, it's all good and uh it's all bad stuff happening. Really but I don't really care anymore, so there you go. Oh, I'm glad you're doing okay. Thanks for what you sent me. Yeah, I'm glad you got that. It showed up, huh? Yeah, it did. A teaspoon, and when you first start a teaspoon in the morning and a teaspoon at night with a glass of juice, it's horrible. With orange work. And uh, if you good morning and night for a week, you'll see a huge change if you haven't already. Have you? What was that If that you were saying about that? That was the other thing my mind blanked. If you take what three times a day? No, Neil, what? are you there, Neil? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, one teaspoon twice a day. I mean, once a, twice a day, one teaspoon. Did you? Are you taking that or no? Yeah. Okay, good. It's a glutathione liposomal glutathione made by Redisorb, R-E-A-D-I dash S-O-R-B. You spell it liposomal, L-I-P-O-S-O-M-A-L, liposomal as in fat-oriented, glutathione, G-L-U-T-A-T-H-I-O-N-E. One teaspoon with a glass of juice morning, one teaspoon with a glass of juice night. For the first week or so after that, once every three times a week. After that, maybe less, depending on how you feel. Did it make a difference for you, Neil? 
I don't know. What, what I'm dealing with is proliferating so fast. I'm suffering actually quite well, a bit. Are you but... taking it on a regular basis? Did you stick with it? Yeah. Okay, good. Do you have the NAC and um, the uh, alpha lipoic and vitamin D3? I do need to get some more alpha lipoic. We ran uh, out. You know, they have the time release now. It's pricier, but you can take one pill and it lasts the whole day. It's a time release capsule. <clears throat> Same, I think a little more expensive, but it goes further. Mm-hmm. I asked the pharmacist because I was recommended, but Dr. Hall told me to take the alpha lipoic acid. So I asked the pharmacist if, and, um, if they had any of it because I was running out from the health food store. And he said, well, it's just high amounts of vitamin C. <laughs> okay, whatever. So, what, he said what about vitamin C? He said that alpha lipoic acid was another version of a high amounts of vitamin C. Well, that's all good then. If that's the case, then take gobs of vitamin C or alpha lipoic or both, whatever. It's all good. It's an, oh, they're all antioxidants. So I took lysosomal yeah. vitamin C for a while. I took 15,000 units or milligrams, whatever it is, 15 pills a day. took five, three times a day for a while. It's a huge antioxidant. If you got cancer, it's supposed to help get rid of it. It doesn't mean it will, but, you know, prevent it or whatever. I thought it was interesting. There was a documentary called Food Matters. And the two brothers have started the, um, you know, the, the AA group, you know, for Alcoholics Anonymous. They had, when they talked to some people in the government about opening up AA and everything, one was a scientist. And he said that um, high doses of vitamin C and... Um, what is it? Um, my brain's God, I'm having a really hard time functioning. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry. Hi, about it. I'm sorry. Um, high doses of vitamin C and uh, niacin yeah. helps helps alcoholics fight the urge to drink. Well, and it also helps with depression. <laughs> Like it, like it matters at this point. <laughs> well, no, I'm. But my second thing, okay, but this is my point. The niacin and the vitamin C also helps with depression. I don't know about any other targeted individuals, but I dealt with depression really badly. So when they they talked to the government about this, they were told that they couldn't start up AA if they because of the pharmaceutical industry. And it was to help them fight the urge to drink. They they saw a significant so I just wanted to let anybody know that fights depression from this shit. Niacin and Thank as you. well. Because I suffer with depression. This is you know, this is Texas. What's your name? Just speaking from Arizona. What? May I ask your name? I'm Elaine. Your name? Pamela. 
Pamela? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't want to change the subject. I, I rerouted back to the depression part. But earlier you were mentioning, and thank you, Neil, for unmuting me again. I'm so patient. I tell you, he's been very patient. Okay, what I was going to say, when you were in the store and you said you were sitting on a uh, stool, was it a wood stool? Oh, it was a, yes, yes. It was approved because of my arthritis. And no, not I why, but what kind of stool? What what type of material? Um, stainless steel or steel legs and um, a oh, vinyl no. top. Piece. I'm sorry, what was it? A vinyl foam and a vinyl top. Okay. okay. So I was going to say, if you feel the vibration or anything, what I noticed is if I sit, like right now I'm on my sofa and they're hitting me, so to speak, hitting me on my behind, I'm just going to see it with the vibration. But once I um, once I sit on this, it's a thing you're supposed to like do gardening work with for your knees. You have, it's like... Oh, uh, those pads? It's some kind, yeah, some kind pads. of padding. Padding is like rubber almost, rubber foam-like. You might, I don't know if you have a family dollar there. I see laying tile, but there's gardening ones that are foam and covered. As I was going to say, it seems like when I put that underneath me between the sofa cushion and my body, it absorbs some of the friction, some of the, the, the shock there, you know, the vibration there hitting me with actually hitting me, trying to hit me on my backside. And I was thinking that might can help you a bit. If you get some of those, they're they're made for gardening when you bend down so your knees don't have to be on the actual ground. They actually touch the foam-like material. It's kind of like a foam rubbery material. This is just something highly unusual. You know, I've been doing it there for two and a half years, and that was something that, you know, I had watched this movie the night before called The Eye in the Sky about drones. Yeah. And um, changed the all subject about what you were talking to me. Huh? When that shot through those doors and went right at me, you know, into the groin, they said, now you know how fast a missile will go or something like that. Uh, it was pretty wild. Because I'm only hearing out of one of my earpieces here, so I'm trying to listen. But um, I'm glad you got through it. I mean, it's a, it is a miracle yeah, that all of us, no matter where we are, we have some good days. But like the day I got to visit someone, and um, I just wanted to say that, well, I'll save it for later, because y'all was talking about how to, the, the medicines that. Um, with the depression, because I'm on depression medicine right now. Actually, I'm on two different antidepressants, one in the morning, one one at night. This is ridiculous. But anyway. Um, I was too. But I'm going to try It's very hard to fight. And, um, you know, if it helps you and you're not going to Paxil. die. They have me on Paxil at night and have me on Wellbutrin in the morning, which I don't Actually, they're the generic brands. It's like it's just more of a cost, <laughs> more of a cost of all the medicines I'm taking. But um, but what I want to say, we do have some good days. I mean, like, we get through some things. 
But I wanted to, I'm just going to put, ask this. I mean, you, you guys can go back to what you're saying, but uh, maybe Neil uh, might do a survey. I don't know. Do y'all ever feel like vibration in someone else's home, but very, very slightly, like if though they don't have all their little gadgets in place? So I went to someone's home the day I've never been in before, and as I sat there, as I was on the floor, I was barefoot, and they lived downstairs, and there's carpet on their carpet, you know, on their floor. I can still feel like a minute vibration in my right foot. Um, I get that too. I get vibrations through um, the carpet or the floors or where you know. But I'm talking about aisle. being somewhere like Pamela, being somewhere like I like I said, I've never been to this sister's uh, sister's home, this person's home, and uh, I've gotten it at other places too. And then tingling, they do that to me. I wonder if we implanted or something. I don't know because I. When I went to sit at the table as well, I'm like, I'm downstairs, and I started thinking, I know carpet can be, like, conductive, and then the concrete probably under it has those, re, what they call rebar, that uh, metal, uh, uh, oh, those things, those rods, those metal, those rust-like rods running through the concrete to, to keep it in place. And I started wondering, are they aiming at that? Because I know it's usually always some type of satellite-looking star. No matter where I go, I usually see one. And uh, but maybe um, I, I mean, want to change the subject. That's why I kept trying to ask uh, ask about the seating earlier. But I guess when I came on, I kind of it was just kind of like the odd time now to speak about it. But but anyway. But so I'm not the only one that happens to. And I have another thing too. Do, have y'all ever noticed anything about your body aroma that has changed? Maybe Neil can do a um, survey on that too. If I seem to have more breath odor, I don't know if it's the medications. Or, like I ate all fruit today except one piece of turkey uh, leg, and I had a variety of fruit, including a smoothie. Smoothie, I reset. And yet, I have, I don't know, what's causing the breath odor? My brush, brush my tongue, brush my gums, brush brush my lips. <laughs> but I don't use mouthwash. It seems to dry. But y'all, have y'all noticed any change in, like, body? Um, they make my body, it's a personal thing. They'll make me smell my own self. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't bathe every day. They it's because, the smell that they uh, want me to smell. smell. Sometimes I know they can. Also, certain certain foods can make your body or urine smell differently. Like for example, yeah. like uh, asparagus does it to me. I was me. gonna say that. Yeah, it gives it's a funny, <laughs> really strange. Urine That's funny what smell. I've been going through. Yeah, what being able like to get an order. Odor, I mean. Mm-hmm. It smells smell like, like broccoli water. Pee. Yeah, it doesn't smell like healthy pee. It smells like yeah. squalene. That's what Dr. said. Squalene. That's a skunky smell. 
I eat a variety of vegetables, but it's just like, what is going on? I'm like, I mean, it's just embarrassing. And a lot of people have gone and got went to the health department, uh, well, GNC, you know, and I bought some uh, deodorant from there because it seems like the general deodorants don't work anymore. And even you might want to do a survey on this. Even I, I've been able to wear costume jewelry all my life without it ever tarnishing on my body. Now I can put on uh, like $5 earrings or something like that, and they, they start to tarnish. So it's something different that's, that's going on with our bodies. Uh, maybe not every one of us, but certain chemical reactions, I think, that that's, uh, have an effect. Because I've been going through this since 2012 consistently, although I started in 10, but I think 10 was just to run me out of that complex for reporting about possible drugs. Uh, well, it's another story. About my neighbor almost killing me, almost had to, but all that stuff, whatever chemicals he was making. I was trying to have to drive myself almost to the hospital, pull over and call the ambulance. I'm like, that's it. I'm telling the office after three months of that. And then I start feeling vibrations. I said, okay. So I figured out I'm going to move from here. But that's that's another story. So really ongoing since 2012. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I was curious about the smell of the urine or the body odor or, you know, Do you have, any, do you have pain or anything else going on in your body? Uh, no, other than they've given me hemorrhoids on one side. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're if you're eating enough things like you know more than two pieces of bread a day, those impurities go to the blood vessels that are a dead mm-hmm. end, and that's what I hardly ever that. eat bread that much unless I eat a hamburger or something out. But uh, I really try to include a lot of vegetables, like I had black beans and uh, jalapenos with corn yesterday. I hardly eat corn, but I love it, but I know all the stuff they're doing, the genetic stuff. But I had that yesterday and no meat. Uh, I have had several chocolates sometimes. When it's real depressing, I eat. I had to fight it, try to fight not to eat much sweets. So that's a struggle. Oh, I had some carbonated water. I wondered if that... Carbonated water, what they call sebzer. Yeah, it's just uh, carbon dioxide. But you you think that's okay? Yeah, I mean it's not something you would normally be taking into your body, but as far as using deodorant and all that kind of stuff, uh, you're actually putting some of the byproducts that's in that stuff up into your lymphatic system. You have a lot of lymphatics right there under your arm. It's I would find something more natural like those salts. Well that's why I went uh I went to G N C meal and I bought some deodorant from there, some spray. And um I try to use it. It has no no aroma. No type of fragrance or anything. Yeah, just read the ingredients. Make sure there isn't things like titanium dioxide or some aluminum products. 
Oh, no. You don't want to be putting yeah. more stuff. Believe me, um, uh, the packaging on all this stuff and and all the pseudoscience they can put behind it, when you actually dig into what the ingredients are and find out, uh, it's not usually something that you'd really want to put in your body. You have to watch yeah. out. That's true. Try to read the ingredients because I know a lot of deodorants have aluminum. You know, you see that in the ingredients. But what was the other one you said? Something dioxide? Titanium. Oh, titanium. Oh, well, yeah. You don't want. We don't want that. Uh, that's making but, us more conductive. They're even putting conductive materials in shampoos. Disgusting. What these people? <laughs> They, 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 they should. They, they gonna come and they gonna be on their knees and they gonna be, he gonna be for another reason. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I mean, I've noticed I've been able to wear like all the, I've been able to wear it in a wedding band, but I've been able to wear fake jewelry all my life. And the only time I've seen it ever kind of change is when I was closer to um, like the. The, are y'all hearing the echo of my voice as I speak? Yeah, there is a little bit. I might have to look around. If someone's okay. using their speakerphone, just hit star six and you can still use the speakerphone. It just that way we won't hear it echo back through the call. So hit star six on your phone if you're not really actively talking. Thank you. I help. Thank you. But uh, when I was closer to uh, the Port Arthur, well, that's more like Louisiana, Texas border. It's uh, since the Gulf of Mexico is basically there, the south. It's a lot of salt water. And now, if I went fishing or something with my family or something at that time, I would notice little bit tarnish, like Avon jewelry. If it was not the real thing, it might tarnish just a little more. Versus 80 miles away, if I'm like in here in Houston where I currently live, but I've never had any problems wearing wearing a costume jewelry, like from Avon or whatever. But now, almost everything I wear tarnishes easily, very easily, and sometimes my neck would be itching if it's like a false, like a fake bracelet. I mean necklace. Sometimes I can make my neck itch. See, that's a that's an overload of of heavy metals and certain metals, not even just heavy metals, but certain metals. You you should be doing a cleanse because mm-hmm. your your immune system and your body will say, "I've had enough of that. I can't take any more," and that's why you're having reactions to things you didn't before. Ah, you see, that's a beautiful way we design, we created. So what I'm gonna do? I pray to be able to. Try to go to a herbalist. Um, I don't know if my insurance or Medicare, I don't even know if it would cover it, but I can try to find out. Um, I also have a private insurance, but I think I want to go to a herbalist or something and and see. I know, like, my neighbors here were saying, my neighbors say, I heard someone say they had, like, six valves of blood, and all they can find was a, a high B vitamin vitamin. I want to, you have to take a toxicology. I wish somebody would just spit it out and tell the truth. But um, I might just try to buy a home, some type of home test. I think like CVS or something might have it. 
have some kind of test, and I'm going to test my water too, like you and I, Neil, talked about. Um, letting go on back to the same routine now. But that's I, that's that's it. So that's the body is saying this is I'm overloaded on something, some type of metals. Yeah, because I've never ever had reactions. I could wear false jewelry on here. She can come out the bubble gum machine. I could wear it and never change colors. <laughs> so I know something is going on. Something is not right. Okay, I'm going to mute myself for now. Thank you, guys. Um, you might, you know, you don't know, you might do a survey with some of this. Cause I'm like, hmm. I'm noticing different things about just observing. And, and, and lately I've been getting all these bumps and it's it's, it's a frequency. They hit me like two two spots. At, like a, uh, I'm hearing so much of my echo. But I hear like it might be like two spots Side by side, two bumps up here, and then they go another place and hit me. Two bumps up here, and I know that's the frequency because they've done it before in somebody else's home. And they use—I can tell it came like through their TV. I don't know if that's ever happened to y'all. It's like I just start a strange itching. So I think they can use frequency from the persons from my TVs too. Just like they can use a cell phone to heat up and uh, radiate us. So, you never know how it's all this works. Eventually, something's going something's gonna to have to give. I'm going to need now. Thank you. So let's see, you know what, since uh, if there's nobody who has anything else that they want to share, I might read off a few things out of the info pack. Hello. Variety. Hello, how are you? Hi. Um, I just had a quick question. I'm, I'm curious about this, and um, it's just because of uh, what my experience has been, but I'm wondering if... Um, you know, if you all believe that this could be, like, generational, that this could be going on for generations? Well, attacking the baby boomers, yeah, we were pretty much screwed before we were a sperm and an egg is what I'm finding out. It's really sad to say, but the book I'm reading, The Deep Sleep, which is a, a privately published book. It doesn't even have an ISBN number. So there's a lot of really honest information in there. And it's talking about the last 60 years, and it starts in 1947. Uh, and it's talking about the things that they realized and uh, that they would form a plan, which they actually started on that plan. So... I see a lot of our generation. We were we were in trouble for a lot of reasons before we were even born, and there was a kind of a real deep sadness in the air. I remember being in first grade in 1963 and hearing over the intercom that President Kennedy had been shot and killed, and so many of us were crying and. When I look back on that time now, it's like somehow inside myself I knew. 
that that one person, even though he wasn't perfect, really did care about the American people. Right. And, and he had actually given a warning about secret societies 10 days before they took him out. And I saw a documentary on it that showed how they did it, why they did it, and who was involved. And each shooter was paid $50,000. Um, Do you need the um, name of the documentary? Because I would like to see it. Uh, it was just something on YouTube that I ran across while I was, you know, finishing up watching something else. It was about Kennedy, and it actually showed uh, who the people were and that a few people that were around saw them, but they couldn't do anything about it. And uh, anyway, why, you know, why would a, a six-year-old kid have some kind of a feeling that some big giant piece of hope had just been put in the ground? and feel such a deep hopelessness, and then find out who the people were that were in on it. You know, to watch this at, at 58 years old, it was just a couple of weeks ago that I saw it, and I just, I, I knew the feeling that I felt was bigger than what I could have consciously known, because our parents' generation really was not paying attention to what he said in that that final speech he gave about secret societies 10 days before they killed him. And he wasn't willing to cooperate with some people that were going to lose a lot of money if he didn't go to a war. They wanted him to go, but as far as it being pretty premeditated on our generation, yeah, it was. And, and a lot of these older people, they wanted power and, you know, if you had billions of dollars, then you might think about could we have the technology to create immortality and and be able to live for a long, long time and regenerate. So they had big goals, and they, they don't care uh, about us or when we were children or, or our children now. Yeah, I ate, I ate because... Um... I had seen, you know, I was reading uh, about how uh, there was this court case, you know, that Cold War victims, you know, veterans basically who had had all types of um, experiments and everything run on them. And, um, I mean, you know, biological stuff, psychological technology, everything else. Um, And they won their case, and, and a lot of them have died off. And, you know, I was just reading um, a lot of it, and, you know, one of the things that people were dying from was leukemia. And I'm like, okay, my grandfather, I'm like, I watched him. You know, I didn't know which year it was. I, I contacted my mother to find out from her which year it was that both of my grandparents died, and it was 85. But um, I'm like, well, I, I definitely, you know, watched him die in the hospital of leukemia, and he had fought in war. And I don't know which war, so I'm going to do a little research on that. But um, I, I'm just, you know, just thinking back, looking at, you know, his life and different things that transpired, you know, in that generation, and then looking at, you know, my mom's life and some things that transpired in her generation. I'm like, can this actually be generational? Yeah, well, you know, uh, somebody sent me an email, and it, it said uh, you may be one of those people that 
came to realize through life that for some reason you were different. And there's a bunch of information on this website that if you're one of those people, uh, don't stand out as being somebody different. So whatever ways they did this, I think that they saw some people and uh, and they did everything that they could to sabotage the success that they would have had in their lives because enough of them around that had enough dignity and integrity to do what was right and good. If I had a few million dollars in a, a bunker somewhere that I could run to when they were trying to kill me for what I was doing, uh, we would have a lot more progress because I would put people smarter than I am together and and help us to do something, to do whatever we could do that would at least stop some of our suffering. But uh, it was also said... In, <laughs> I yeah. think it's too nice for me to not stand out. Um, I, I clearly do stand out. and um, I mean, it's sad because I, I did on a job and everything else. But then I just recently found out that I, I have a very rare blood type. And even being of, um, so it's one thing that my blood type is rare. And then I found out that for someone of African descent, it's extremely rare. And so I'm like, they, they know all of this because they know all of my medical history and, you know, just probably everything about me at this point. And so I just was looking at all of these factors, you know, looking at that and <laughs> looking at, um, like I said, what has transpired in my life, my mother's life, my grandfather's life. And I'm just like, you know, wow, I wonder if these people have, like, been, you know, if if at some degree or another, if this has been going on in my life, you know, since birth, and if it could be a generational thing. Well, you know, I mean, it is generational, generational but it is also uh, against particular races and all the lies of saying who the pure people are and who the pure people aren't. Uh, some of the most beautiful souls come out of Africa. You can look at them in their eyes. They, they just have this glow about them. And it, it's the energy of each person. If you saw yourself as a radio and you have an antenna on your head and you receive in things that are around you, which we do, but you also put out things. And if any time that there's been a group of people that's putting out good thoughts, they do everything that they can do to stifle them. And there, right. there are, you know, there's people with ancient wisdom in Africa and Hawaii and a few other places, and they're not going to give up that wisdom because they don't want it to be misused by people that would misuse it. So they they guard it. They're they're literally willing to die for for holding a secret that's been passed down through them. So some of it is generational, but some of it is definitely going after certain bloodlines. Really seems to come up a lot, and being able to see it that they're seeing something in who's a threat to their their agenda, which is they want to keep it as a slave planet and make the slaves. So they don't even have to make it look like they have freedom. They can just say, do this, do that, or we'll make you obsolete and throw you in the scrap pile. <laughs> wow. Sad, but it's true. And I mean, you know, I look for justification because I do see most humans have a basic decency about them if they didn't get 
cheated out of realizing how worth it that was that we may just have to go through this as part of our own spiritual evolution to re- because you know i mean you could sit down and tell a kid well you know i went through this and i don't want to see you go down this road because it caused a bunch of problems and there's nothing you can tell a kid they got to go out and experience it themselves and they'll right. probably, you know, they'll come back and say, well, you were right. I did have to go experience it myself, and and you were right. It totally sucked. Right. And it, we might be doing just that, being in a, a situation where it's not fair. The fight is so against the odds that it's it's hard for us to even comprehend that this is really truly happening. But, but we are, we're facing that it is, and we can't ignore it. You can't just let bad people be bad when some asshole is landing on your roof aiming microwaves at you and you're wondering, is it a cloak device? Is it a person? Did they teletransport? Uh, where are they coming from? Who do they work for? Do they get a paycheck? Uh, some of us have reported feeling the feelings of whatever it is that is up on our roof or in our attic or around. Uh, I get somebody who leaves these cigarette butts out out by my mailbox and out at the driveway and they've done it for the almost six years that I've been here and it's to irritate me Um, but there's a few signs of people being around. Somebody crashed into my roof one night at two or three in the morning and I went up there the next day and there is a, a gouge into the shingles on the roof and I kind of get an impression that whatever it is may be bringing devices. And then when it's time for you to go to bed, they they put that device over the top of where you're sleeping. Uh, or you go to walk into the bathroom and you hear that sound up on the roof or in the attic as soon as you go in there. And you're like, God, I mean, you must be bored. And it would be boring to watch me go pee and brush my teeth and take a shower. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, sometimes I'll say, well, I hope you're a girl because I don't really want a guy looking at me, <laughs> you know. It's awesome. It's crazy. It really is. I mean, it it's is. so immature that I'm, I'm embarrassed for him. I'm going to cover up my shower here. You know, I've got a question for you. When did you – you're like the smartest guy on these calls. When did you become self-aware that, like, your your condition wasn't like just medical, and then how did you figure out you were targeted? Well, I was hearing the the you know high pitched ring very much in the background, driving, right, that. and that was about the year two thousand, and then by two thousand one, I was a very active whistleblower against Lyme disease and designer diseases on uh, a lot of forums on the internet. And somebody uh-huh. said somebody had posted something in a Lyme uh, forum and said, I know this is off topic, but I just thought people should know. And it was a 36-page report that included uh, the Art Bell show when they were covering that thousands of Americans were being monitored with remote neural monitoring. And the start uh-huh. of the article said, do you have a high-pitched ring in your head? But um, in the process of almost dying a few times from Lyme disease, 
I had gone to a, a few people that were very intuitive, and one had said, uh, there's something in your blood that's hurting you. And doctors weren't finding it because they were just using conventional tests, so they never would find it. Uh, but what she said is they tried to kill you in 1992. So, uh, yeah, they almost did, and it turned out to be adrenal exhaustion. And then you look back and you see, you know, wow, it's really been more years than I thought. And another intuitive person had said you've been watched by the military since you were three years old. Um the awful things going on in the military. I know a few people that are retired military that are in this program, and and they're looking back to to childhood too. So that's pretty much the timeline in a nutshell. They said I had adrenal exhaustion too. This one holistic doctor I saw six months ago. So I took all the supplements she gave me, and it didn't help. Well, did, did you get did you get Drenamin? No. That's standard process labs. That saved my life. I mean, I was like, I was dying, and it was 1992. I had gone into ketosis, where your breath smells like ether because I was starving to death. I couldn't eat because of a, an overexcretion of cortisol caused by all of the glandular systems hypothalamus, pituitary, uh, all the glandular systems, pineal gland, all those signals, they're all kind of a self-balancing network. So when they throw off one thing, it throws off another. And so information is showing that they can trigger adrenal, which causes an overexcretion of cortisol, which irritates the stomach lining, which gave me erosions in my stomach, which I had pictures of from an upper endoscopy I did to see what it was. And then somebody came to me uh, that had some particular knowledge and said, I can test your body using contact reflex anal analysis, which is called muscle testing in you know, uh, casual circles. And so he tested me and he said, you have adrenal exhaustion, take Drenamin, which is D-R-E-N-A-M-I-N. And uh, I was like a, a, a flower that was wilting at a fast rate. And 20 minutes after I took it, I felt like I was coming back to life like a plant that just got watered. It, it literally saved my life. Is it a, it's a, a prescription or a non-prescription? No, it's not. You can get it off of uh, Amazon or eBay. You won't find it in a health food store. The brand is Standard Process Labs, and it's uh, organically raised cows, and they take the particular organ or gland that you're deficient out in, and they take those glands and they freeze-dry them. And this uh -huh. gland glandular therapy is very, very powerful. If you have any kind of stomach problems, you don't want to take it on an empty stomach. But you might uh -huh. want to go, go look up uh, muscle testing or contact reflex analysis and learn. You can take a pill of something that you think might be helping you, but you're not sure. And you you put one of the pills in your mouth, and then you hold your thumb and your pinky together, 
and then you put your other thumb and pinky in the crook of each one that you've got held together, and you you ask, you know, is this helping me? And you push the ones that are on the inside out. It's called muscle testing. When you have somebody else do it, they, they have you hold your har- arm out, and then they, they test products by doing it. Anyway, it does work. Whoever's got the background noise, could you hit star six on your phone so I don't have to just mute everybody? Funny when you get intuitive and you just hit the right one. So, um, anyway, there, there's whole protocols, standard process labs, sells a lot of different stuff for a lot of things, and there are alternative practitioners out there uh, that, that would help you with, with some of the specifics. I mean, uh, you're probably dealing with a variety of things that are throwing off a variety of your systems and making you feel the way you feel. And you're only going to see so much of it. I mean, it's like what I'm doing over the the health thing that I'm dealing with is going, okay, even if I didn't have this particular thing, it's a good idea to run frequencies on that or, you know, get a $40 zapper and get rid of some of the main parasites in your body and, and just drop your caseload. Uh, and it'll give your body more of a fighting chance. And, of course, you know, money is always an issue. So uh, if I was going to tell anybody in your situation a few things that I would be taking, uh, it would definitely be vitamin C and uh, some kind of a glutathione, like uh, non-denatured whey protein from ImmunoPro. I don't, uh, you know, there's some stuff at wellwisdom.com that explains the science behind what that does as a precursor that makes human growth hormone. But whenever I take it, I always feel better. Whenever I take the vitamin C, I always have more stamina. And uh, it's really turning out that a lot of research is showing me that uh, vaccines that we took are, are... setting up a condition in the body where one more little thing is the straw that breaks the camel's back. So uh, for me, getting in a car wreck, that wasn't terrible, but I ended up with a cracked rib and you know a bloody forehead from hitting the dash and the steering wheel at 20 miles an hour on a snowy road into three oak trees, that that was the thing that triggered things that were sitting dormant in my body. So in about 1989, I started just feeling something wasn't right. And by September of 90, my whole body was full of pain. What I'm finding out is the vaccines that we took uh, are really time-release disease. So things like Epstein-Barr virus and herpes that sit in the base of the spine, they sit there dormant. And then when you have a trauma which could be anything from a wreck or an emotional, you know, breakup relationship or um, a a chemical poisoning, doing things that, you know, aren't good for you and doing them too extreme. And those things can, can trigger what was sitting dormant in your body. 
the deeper problem that I've just come to realize from going to drcarly.com, who speaks extensively on the whole vaccines and that thimerosal, which is a form of mercury, is not the main thing causing the problem with autism and all that. Uh, that there's a problem where our immune system gets tricked and our immune system will attack certain cells. And so in different people, based on their bloodline and uh, the predispositions of their vulnerabilities, uh, different people will manifest different disease. So one person may have, you know, sores on their body or have lupus or diabetes, and another person will have something more like MS or Parkinson's or, you know, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. And and a lot of what I'm finding out that's not so easy to undo is uh, that the the immune system has not only dysfunction, but it's actually attacking particular cells. And so I'm really being led to believe that in my case, 25 years of pain with uh, demyelination symptoms, which is the coating that protects your nerves, is that my immune system is actually doing this. And uh, for, for me, my timeline goes back to 1975 being in the Army and taking 14 vaccines. So what these guys did is they guaranteed that our generation would bring uh, enough to keep all the doctors' offices and clinics and hospitals and morgues busy, and then they invested in, in all those and the labs for testing and then designed the whole thing uh, rather than call fibromyalgia chronic fatigue syndrome uh, what it is, which is illegal germ warfare with genetically altered microorganisms, uh, they brief all the doctors to say, when you see these symptoms, just call it this. And so the doctor, of course, never has the information to get you a particular test that would show what's actually causing it. I hope that information is beneficial to, to more than just Corey. The Lyme disease you said you have, how did they find out about that? How do you know you have Lyme disease? I mean, how, well, you, how it's... You just go for a fluorescent auto, uh, for a fluorescent antibody test, or ELISA, which is E-L-I-S-A. And anyway, a lot of people went in for Western blot or PCR tests, and they didn't come back accurate, so they were told they didn't have Lyme disease. And I was lucky to have had some information that told me which test to get. And then what is the treatment you recommend after they say you have it? Well, I mean, it's why I bought a $3,000 Rife machine that would treat 100 people at a time, which is also another reason they burned my house down, so I don't have that, that machine anymore. I have a different one. Ah. It's not easy. This this is a, a bio-warfare cocktail, and some of these things are designed. Some of the the tests that they did on, on black people were to go after particular bloodlines, and that information is, is out there now for people to see it. And there's a lot of information in this book, The Deep Sleep, about uh, definitely targeting particular bloodlines. I believe that. 
David Ike talks a little bit about this. But right on the money. Well, see, you know, the one, the 1% that have stolen and lied and cheated and done all these awful things, they they sincerely believe that they are the pure bloodline and that if they have to steal and lie and cheat and do all these bad things to stay on top of the hill, that it's their duty to do so. So sincerely, they look around at everybody, and like one of the Bilderberg Group guys said when they were going to their meeting, and all these people were protesting out in front of the building they were having their meeting in, and uh, he, he turned to the doorman and he said, cockroaches. So they think of us as cockroaches, and we're being, you know, we're not treated as good as cows, and cows these days aren't getting treated that good, let alone chickens. Uh, it's it's this whole uh, self-righteous attitude of, of thinking that you're better than everybody else, and that gives you a license to lie and cheat and steal. But they're they're doing some underhanded things, and they're using some mystical powers that they shouldn't play in. And I think that the whole thing will play itself out, and everybody will come to realize that you're not dead after you die, that there is some essence of you that still exists and and hopefully you can make it to where you're going to go next and that what's coming is going to really be a division of souls and it it may end up uh, these people are going to inherit the mess that they created and the people that prove their tenacity to to do what's right and good and has value and purpose for themselves and everybody else and the planet they live on uh, we'll be given a, a better world to live in. That, that's just what I see. It's my opinion. Do you have any issues with your hair follicles at all? Like the hair, like you're just, your regular, in your beard area or like your, your sideburns would be? No, I mean, I've been attacked by a few designer bugs that were laying, uh, laying eggs under my skin and I was lucky enough to get the bug and identify what it was and then Skizit uh, found information about something called micromyiasis that shows how these were redesigned so that they would make larvae and pupa and never turn into the actual flying bug again. Uh, but there's been some other people that have actually seen a flying bug come through the pores of their skin and fly out. So if you go watch her videos to learn some of the the biology and the synthetic biology interface, um, you'll see that there's a, a hormone called ectosone, and that ectosone, when it's put into a human, makes it a favorable place for certain bugs that wouldn't normally land on somebody and lay eggs under their skin do so. So uh, after using essential oils and everything that I could think of, I was ready to pour gasoline on, on myself and light it because these things were eating my skin and yeah. supplying at a fast rate. Uh, I took a TENS unit and I turned it up high enough that, you know, my muscles were twitching and I shocked them to death and they died and they're gone. You know, this is just like so childish with this little chat room game here. 
I mean, if you really want to keep your handle as do you have AIDS, Neil, uh, you know, just in case somebody different comes to just this particular recording, you can go look up Bob Beck Protocol for about $500. You can buy two devices, and in six to eight weeks, you can get rid of any strain of hepatitis, uh, HIV, any kind of viruses at all. So, you know, I mean, really, to make your handle, do you have AIDS, Neil, or is that uh, Corey from Southern California? It's really pretty pathetic because, you know what, I wish I had AIDS because I'd be better in six or eight weeks. But I'm probably looking at some kind of a designer bug that, that would make AIDS look like a preschool recess. I mean, I've been through Lyme disease, which is very painful, and uh, th what I'm going through now is worse. Wow. So, change your handle. Do you have AIDS, Neil? Give me a break, man. I mean, do you have a little dick syndrome or what? Grow up. I hate people like that. Well, it's a waste of time. My phone comes up Southern California, and I do have the same name, Corey, but that ain't me. I'm I glad. Used to, I used to his, live out his, there. His phone number came from a military base. Right. That was who I think Skizzit confused me with, because mine certainly... No, she, she, she knew who he was. She wasn't. It's just that we get pounded with so many calls. I mean, I have to sit for hours just to work on emergency emails and keep the wheels turning, and I'm still sitting at 2,400 emails. So every time I have to sit there for an hour and talk with a person that is needy and needs help and hopes I have something good to say that's going to really help them, they're cheating all the people that could be helped if I got to focus on some of the projects that we should have done after 400 hours of R&D research. But because so many people are, are either too desperate or too sick or suffering or scared uh, or have no means at all, there's really very few people that are sticking their necks out there and working their butts off, which is getting them run down, that are doing the things that are going to help everybody. And, and so her and I have become hypersensitive to people calling and taking up time because, uh, for me, every day I work 12 to 16 hours. I mean, I was up... All they're doing, Neil, is just trying to get you go. Don't let them do it. It's, it's don't let them get under I know, I know. I mean, it's just so pathetic, and, and I'm I mean, like, you know... I mean, it, in the In the face of the threat of extinction... You would think that even the most stupid, ignorant, naive, immature person on the planet would be paying attention that the human race is facing extinction. Anybody in the scientific community will tell you what they're doing with CERN and HARP is a threat to everybody on this planet. And what they intend to do with it will cause the death of more than 6 billion people. Why do you think they they killed Fred Bell two or three days after he said, no, the death ray won't take out a city. It'll kill everybody in a whole continent because they didn't want those secrets revealed. 
this is no joke. I mean, I could care less about the pathetic little brats that show up here to cause problems. It's just that we, we don't have time for it. We really don't have time for it. I understand. And there is too much neediness, which does make it harder. But, you know, the people that are doing all the paddling on the boat, if you don't pick up an oar and do your share of the paddling, they're going to wear out. And, and if you drag them down, then everybody sinks. And we can't allow that. I mean, if we were ants or bees, we would be working together. I understand. I understand. Yeah, it's it's nothing personal. We've been through four years in the TI community, and and we've been active the whole time because we saw there were a few things that we could do a pretty good job at. So we we stepped out front to do what we could do to help, and then we could use more people doing the same. I understand. I understand. Well, you are doing more than anybody else, and your efforts are appreciated here for all that means. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I appreciate that, but it doesn't really mean shit to me because if we're not actually accomplishing something, which has become harder to do, um, then it doesn't really matter. You, we can't just be sincere at this point. We have to actively do whatever it is that we're good at, even if it's just working on our own selves to become better people before we die. You know, turn in your resume when you find out you're not dead. I mean, there's a lot of belief systems out there, but there's an awful lot of proof uh, of people that have been on what they called the other side and came back and have seen a contrast of things. Uh, so it, there's a lot of indicators that there is a, a spiritual evolution happening here and that we do actually take the essence of, of who we are and, and what we've been through with us and then become more than we were. It, there's so much higher realities. We are probably in one of the most pathetic, degraded, parallel fake universes of the third dimension that exist. And I think if we can make it through this uh, when we get our graduation papers, just for the fact that we just did make it through it and did so without hurting anybody else or ourselves, uh, it'll be something to, you know, really turn we around. We are going to make it through it, Neil. That's what well, we are. There are going to be survivors, and we're going to have to have spiritual assistance from the creator of the universe, and he will do so. Have that faith assurance. Well, I, I mean, do. The, I mean, sorry. I just, I wouldn't even care if there was a God. I'm who I am, and I think what's right and good and has value and purpose is all that matters. And I am willing to die for it. I mean, somebody... There, whether it mattered there or not. There is a hope of resurrection, and he is looking at all those who are trying to do what is right. It's the wicked that's going to become manure. They might they might shoot some kind of beam or whatever and kill a lot of people, okay? But if it's going to be one way, it's going to come back again to them some kind of way or another. So 
<laughs> they, they say what goes up will come down. So <laughs> it comes right. back. Hope that they have some of them have a change of heart for the better. Yeah, I mean, not, you know, this, they're going to find you, out otherwise. That's it. If you don't think that you're still going to exist after you're done here, then you're just going to go live the high life and, you know, do bad things to live the high life because you don't think you're going to be held responsible for your own actions and have to live them, not as a punishment, just an experience, you know? Play the villain mm-hmm. and then play the one that gets hurt by the villain and then come back and turn your resume in and say, that was not fun. I don't choose to be on either side of that fence. Uh, what next? Do something better. Do you have trouble integrating into society? Like, I mean, like the way you think is like polarizing. And I feel the same way, like that people are like sheep and just like you want to convince them or tell them what's going on, but you can't have anything to do with them because of it's so controversial. Corey, I'm with you. I think people are, in general, even before all this started for me, I've always thought they were a little sheepish, like they're very close-minded, even before all this. But Neil shouldn't answer his question. Mm -hmm. Well, it really is. It's a division time, you know. It's like... I see a whole lot of the human race ending up dying from ignorance. And, I mean, you you can't blame people that aren't having something as intense as what's happening to us uh, and are busy raising families for being naive because they don't have the desire or the time to spend learning the things that we've had to learn. But uh, just basic human decency you know, when you tell your neighbors what you're going through and why you're on a list for doing something good about caring about people that were made sick on purpose and they just ignore it, that that's ignorance. And I see a whole lot of people really are going to have to get that lesson and put it on their resume and say, you know, because you ignored what was happening with your brothers and sisters uh, all these bad things happen, and all these people lost their lives, including you. You know, there you were, saving up for your kid's college fund and ignoring that your neighbor was telling you that they were being tortured and, you know, please don't use Wi-Fi and couldn't we get together as one block and, you know, send letters into the power company and say your meters are making our health bad and hurting our children and if you don't take Wi-Fi out of schools, I'm I'm taking my kid out of school. And if everybody took their kids out of school, the school would get no money. So the school would be paying attention. And the fact that they've banned Wi-Fi in Russia out of schools is, is a real indicator. Uh, the, this is a major part of the system that's hurting everybody. So uh, ignorance is no excuse. And a lot of people need to pull their head out of the sand and, and take a look at the serious threat to humanity and, and the premeditated design to do so. This 1% does not need us anymore to be our, their slaves. They've got transhumans and robots. We're obsolete to them. Hello? Yeah, Hello. Uh, I was wondering if anybody um, else heard about the uh, UN 
uh, trucks that have been, you know, spotted different places here. I saw that on some news thing. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, this is all Jade Helm stuff. I mean, the truth of the matter is we're lucky we can even get on the Internet and get on a phone and have electricity and running water because this whole thing could take us by surprise. Those vehicles are not here doing nothing. And, you know, this isn't to put anybody into a state of fear because there's no point in doing that. But uh, this whole Jade Helm thing, uh, there's a lot of stuff on the Internet that's showing that they are getting ready to do something and that martial law would be implemented. So I actually have somebody that's going to put together a list of the most important things that you would want to have if all of a sudden the power goes out, your car doesn't run, the grocery stores are empty, and there's, you know, whacked out, controlled, testosterone-driven maniac military people programmed to kill civilians, you know, running up and down the roads, uh, that, you know, if we if we did manage to survive, that there's certain things that you'd you'd want to have. You know, for those who got a little bit of extra money, this is a good time to get some water and and a variety of foods that have a good shelf life and are fairly healthy for you. Flashlights and candles and uh, potassium iodide, because if there was an EMP, for those who didn't hear me say it before, uh, if an EMP happened, it would shut down the nuclear power plants uh, which require power to cool the, the spent fuel rods in them. And if those aren't cooled because there was no power to cool them, then the nuclear power plants would melt down. And if you look on the East Coast, uh, there is a lot of them. I had no idea until I saw the map, and it's really making me want to get out of here as soon as possible. Yes, Neil, you do need to, you all need to move from Florida. I think the Gulf Coast needs to move too, which includes yes. my area. I kind of wonder about New Orleans, Louisiana, and Hurricane Katrina. That's all I'm going to say. Well, yeah, I mean, that was, that was all a very sad situation. FEMA was shooting at some of those people that were trying to get out of there. And uh, they did find... Um, military-grade explosive residue in that dam. So whatever happened there, it was definitely premeditated. And where did the people go when they wanted food that, that were in that big superdome? Well, there was people bringing food and supplies in, and they were turned away. Uh-uh. Where did the people go who were walking, who had to get ba- had to get things for their babies and food and it's a big place they went, a big box store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want to be put in a position a position where we have to go to a bread line, but you have to take a a vaccine with implants in it too. And the vaccines and the implants will just be to finish us off. So it's really something to consider. And, you know, I'm not here ever 
to put fear in the air. It's all too sad to me. Um, but I'm not here to ignore a potential possibility of something that, you know, if you went, God, I'm so glad Neil read off that list of of a few things, because if it wasn't for a couple cases of tuna and some salt and water with a few drops of food-grade peroxide in it sitting in some 30-gallon drums uh, and a, you know, 15-pound bag of rice from Costco, uh, I wouldn't have anything you know, let alone a way to, you know, maybe help out a few neighbors too and, and pull together and unify so that the looters don't come in and steal your 15-pound bag of rice. <laughs> it's a sad situation, which is why I have no tolerance for for some of the immature stuff that goes on in the chat room because it's not funny. There's a whole lot of people on this planet and there's a lot of people that worked really hard to make this planet a pretty nice place to live, despite the greedy ones that, you know, stopped good, clean technologies that could have given us clean electricity and clean transportation. Their, their days are numbered, but the fact of the matter is the shit's going to have to hit the fan before these systems are, are going to collapse and then whoever's left can can rebuild so pray for yeah, grace. Their days are numbered. They're going to become the manure on the earth, according to the Bible, which is going to help the plants to grow and, and those who want to do what's right survive. Yep. But they got to say peace and security, peace and safety. They got to assume that they have accomplished something. There's something that people they aiming to accomplish. Yeah, any of your camping equipment that you have, you know, uh, what was it, last weekend we were on the call and and then uh, the power went out here and whatever line was down, even the street lights were out. So I walked outside to see and it was all dark and I, I felt a kind of a peace come over me because there was no electricity. And then I started thinking, well, let's see, I've got this and this and this of my camping gear. If the shit hit the fan and things got ugly, you might want to have a plan to be able to throw uh, certain things in your vehicle and take off somewhere uh, that you're already familiar with and and go camping and get out of the cities because uh, it's probably if this does happen if it's allowed to happen it, it it'll get pretty ugly as soon as there's a shortage of food and and water you know clean water they can come in with with biological warfare agents and and do all kinds of nasty things to just make it too hard to get a whole lot of people to die and if we can't survive it then we can't you know we can only do our best to our last breath and and see what's coming up next. So that camping gear sitting in the garage with dust on it, go get a few extra mantles for that lantern. And, you know, if you got a five-gallon or seven-and-a-half uh, propane bottle, get it filled up, have it sitting there. Think about things. Uh, I would say, you know, if you can afford it, keep your gas tank in your vehicle topped off from this point on all the time. 
And there, there is, you know, some Sounds information like between War of the Worlds. I'm sorry, and um, War of the Worlds, and in the what's that one that um, a guy was the president in the world, the asteroid hit the Earth. I can't think of that movie. Yeah. That's what it seems like might be coming. The whole thing is, you know, even if all this wasn't happening at the the rate of pollution and everything that we're creating and the, the disregard for for caring about recycling and stuff, uh, we're trashing the planet. And, and this isn't global warming. That's just, that's not even truly happening. It's it's happening for other reasons, uh, the whole chemtrails and what they're doing in heating up the ionosphere. But um, we just have to consider that things are going to have to fall apart before they can get put back together. They have a Simpson uh, YouTube video I saw where the Empire State Building was under the water and the um, and the person, uh, Homer and his wife, were there scuba diving. Uh, start snorkeling, how would you say snorkeling? Some people talk about the dollar, the bills having, I keep hearing my own echo about how the, some of the money is predicting there's going to be something that happens. Well, I don't know how true it is, but they're saying. Oh, Lisa, do you have anything else you want to share with us? You want to get into some good conversations? We're some of my best speakers. Otherwise, I can just go into a few things I was going to share tonight. Just for an overview, what I have in my info pack on implants. There are many methods to install implants in a person's body. Some are the size of a grain of rice. Scars about a quarter inch long are reported by many people from inserting some implants and are usually found between the toes or fingers, on the top of the head, pubic bone region, behind the ears, knees, teeth, jaws, or just about any place that will affect the nerves and muscles and cause the most pain. The implants are activated by aiming frequencies at them remotely. They can cause immense constant pain through a person's whole body. Tracking with implants has been implemented through giving you a chip when your doctor orders blood tests or when you're sleeping. Many people have reported dental implants found in their teeth or jaws. Some of the latest nanotechnology uses a flexible material that is so small it's folded up and inserted into a syringe for injection of the implant. The nanotech implants are too small to be detected by an MRI. Due to technological advancement through the years, the evolution of implant technology using hydrogels, crystalline, and smart dust has replaced some of the older implant applications. Some implants may only be found with an electron microscope. The one in the foot will have been injected between the big toe, most likely the master chip is there, and the next toe, or near the Achilles tendon on the back or right under the knobby bone on the outside of your ankle. Depending on the frequency coming from these implants, 
you can tell what it's used for. If the frequency 2417.067, uh, then it is used as a radio location beacon for finding you with military aircraft. Uh, a lot of these 2400 and 2500 ranges uh, have been found um, in some of our people and reported from tests that they got. This frequency is only approved for use in military telemetry. Using a milligauss reader may be the only way to find the tiny ones. The technology is called biotelemetry. The system is made of tiny ultra-wideband radios which talk to each other through a gateway node. The one used for EEG V2K can be inserted with a syringe up your nose. You might be having an occasional nosebleed. The body area network, or BAN, is used with full mobile Internet access. It's called Worldwide Interoperability for Internet Access, which is WiMAX. Uh, you can find some of this information in the frequency list uh, that I posted on our website. The technology provides up to 70 megabytes per second broadband at a distance over several kilometers. Other systems and frequencies are listed in wireless medical technologies, navigating government regulation in the new medical age. Google PowerPoint presentations, body area networks, that show that the neurodust and other nanotechnologies are part of the band network. Polymers and liquid crystal is used to coat the neural dust to make it biocompatible so your body doesn't reject it. It is disinformation for people to say implants are obsolete. While some technologies and patents exist, they don't explain how to get 500 million people's brains hooked up for a brain-to-machine interface for real-time continual monitoring. Both mass and individual person brain-manipulating technologies are happening. They are implanting people when you go for a blood test. They're implanting children when they take vaccines. They're implanting anyone who goes to the hospital, anyone who goes to sleep at the hospital. Some are being implanted when they're in police custody. You'll always be implanted if you're taken into 72-hour mental health evaluation or forcibly put into mental care. Uh, this is a quick, reliable, always-on method to communicate with you anywhere you go. This integrated system will monitor millions of people at the flick of a finger. The infrastructure is already in place. Your brain is connected with Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, Zigbee, cell phones, and cell towers. That's why people are pointing phones at targeted individuals to GPS you, direct energy to your implant, stimulate the implant, and then you have the pain from the neurostimulators. Um, if you go look up for the frequency list, I'm not sure where Skizit put it on our website, but it should be there. If you don't see it there, uh, you could just email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo and ask for the frequency list, which shows uh, what the FCC has licensed, medical body area networks, and uh, things like the MIMO system, which is a multiple in, multiple out network. Uh, 
and who they've licensed it to, and it, it really is appearing that rogue groups of organized crime have have been buying from these companies that manufacture this stuff when it was really supposed to only be used for, you know, monitoring people's vitals and, and doing a few other things uh, by medical industry people that were licensed to use a smartphone to do so. So that's what I have in the implant section. And let's see, since it's quiet, it'll take me a couple minutes. Uh, this is my scalar section, and this is after reading a variety of reports about what exactly scalar research has, has done in the last hundred years. And this is one of the things that uh, nobody's finding any kind of cost-effective shielding for. Uh, besides some of the really high-tech radar stuff is, is probably another culprit for something that's going through everything. Rocks, steel, walls, windows, people, everything. So uh, my scalar section is, of all the technology we're using in these times, scalar is by far the most powerful, versatile, and dangerous we have. Scalar waves were first detected by James Clerk Maxwell, between 1831 and 1879, but were not taught in college physics because Henrik Hertz laid the foundation for physics in those times and didn't acknowledge Maxwell's findings, quite likely for political reasons. Also, J.P. Morgan suppressed free energy for the use of petroleum products and copper for power lines. Tesla had demonstrated how to have free electricity without wires, and J.P. Morgan owned copper mines, so it wasn't in Morgan's best interest to allow Tesla's discovery to be used. Morgan, who was paying for Tesla's research, stopped funding him at that point. Scalar is classified as a higher energy form above radar, when applied for the good of mankind, scalar technology could be used for free wireless electricity and free transportation. Due to the energy industry's monopoly, this technology isn't being used because it would replace the petroleum and power industries. They asked Tesla if they could put a meter on it to charge people. At that point, the answer was no, so the truth about scalar was discredited as pseudoscience and kept secret in the best interests of those that are getting rich off of keeping it suppressed. Pretty typical story. In the wrong hands, it is capable of destroying the earth and every living thing. Due to competition between countries for military applications, 15 countries have developed scalar technology to keep up with other militaries' development. Scalar beam weapons can be delivered from satellites and are capable of causing earthquakes, hurricanes, tidal waves, and destruction equal to and beyond nuclear energy. Scalar have been projected through the core of the Earth by the Russians and have caused the Earth to wobble on its axis. Axis. Scalar is undetected by any conventional detection equipment. When the Russians sent scalar through the core of the Earth, it was only detected by Frank Golden and Tom Bearden. 
Many scientists refused to validate the existence of scalar, so many countries were unaware of the development of this technology. <clears throat> Dr. Fred Bell explained in an interview with Jesse Ventura from the show Conspiracy Theory that the death ray using scalar is capable of wiping out a whole continent. Two days after that interview, Dr. Fred, Fred Bell died from a seizure. Jesse and his crew were shaken up by this incident and knew that they had come across some very well-hidden information that the military didn't want exposed to the public, and it cost Dr. Fred Bell his life. Scalar is capable of creating hypnotic mind control over the whole population or reading a person's mind remotely, according to an article posted by John Mecca at w.angelfire.com. Scalar can induce pictures into the cerebral cortex of a person while in REM sleep and send subliminal messages that are so subtle the person will think it's their own thoughts. It's also stated in this article that scalar can induce hallucinations or create the symptoms of chemical or biological poisoning by imprinting a chemical or biological disease signature into the target it's sent to. This top-secret program called Radiation Intelligence, created by the NSA, can track people by the electrical currents in their body due to the fact that everything in the environment gives off scalar waves at right-angle rotations off of the standard Hertzian electromagnetic waves. A person's frequency is then stored in a supercomputer and can be tracked from anywhere. The NSA records and decodes hundreds of thousands of people for national security purposes and has done so for many years. This is being misused for personal gain and violates a person's right to privacy. Scalar waves follow the Earth ionospheric waveguide and curve around the Earth. It is also capable of penetrating everything from Earth, sea, and through all natural and man-made materials. Scalar travels at one and a half times the speed of light, so the effects are instantaneous. Scalar can cause severe freezing or burning when directed to a target. By crossing two scalar beams, a nuclear missile can be blown up before it's launched. Scalar can produce a Tesla shield capable of blocking and destroying anything including a nuclear missile that touches the shield using invisible plasma globes. Tesla hemispheric shields made of luminous plasma can engulf a target as wide as 100 miles across and destroy it with a magnetic pulse, disabling the electronics. The Russians have made a Tesla shield 200 miles wide. Many TIs report a lot of these symptoms, including mind control, subliminal programming, severe pain, physical symptoms of chemical and biological agents that fit into the capabilities of scalar technology. Some report feeling hot or cold with no proof of how the source is being delivered or any way to block it. Electrical engineers have built Faraday cages only to find what is affecting and harming them is still penetrating their enclosures. This may explain why so many efforts to protect themselves didn't work. 
scalar applications are not like the Hertzian pulsed electromagnetic fields, which can be blocked with Faraday cages. Scalar explains why standard EMF blocking methods don't work for the large array of delivery systems focused on TIs and the symptoms so many have reported. The misuse of this technology has become a serious threat to all life on our planet. Because some country leaders want to take over the world, many countries have had to develop these weapons to protect themselves from the threat potential imposed on them. At this point, Russia, China, Japan, Brazil, Argentina, France, Britain, Australia, Germany, Israel, Taiwan, South Africa, and the USA all have scalar weapons. And that's my overview on what I found on the last hundred years of scalar. Hopefully, some people so got that something out of that. Is that what's going to produce the zombies? <coughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Just say how to be something about saying the zombies, people being zombies. So, Scalar can produce it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. It showed this guy running naked through the streets and hitting people and jumping up on their cars mm-hmm. and kicking the windshield in and, and having no pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, they found out he wasn't on any kind of drugs or anything. So our law enforcement people are, are having to take a look at some things that they're seeing too much of and just go, man, whatever's doing this, this is out of this world. Nothing we've ever seen before. You know, our, our biggest challenge may be to not be able to be taken over. And they may be interested in some of us because they haven't been able to do so, whereas others seem to be easier. Neil. Time will reveal. Hi, Linda. Uh, hi, hi, Neil. Uh, thank you. I thought that was uh, uh, didn't mean to interrupt the other person there, uh, but oh, it's I, okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I thought that was just excellent information. I really appreciate. Uh, that uh, that report. Uh, I, I'm wondering if you can give me a little clarification on the again the delivery system. Uh, did I understand you to say that it something about right angles off of uh, like like power lines or or um, uh, other Hertzian uh, systems? Yeah, it it is. It's actually, you know, where you'll find the scalar is is off of a right angle, off of standard pulsed electromagnetic Hertzian electricity. Okay. So if that's the case, then uh, it follows, it seems to me, that we would want to um, uh, uh, or at least uh, uh, reduce uh, uh, all the sources uh, of uh, the standard, you know, electromagnetic fields, waves uh, that we can in order to, uh, you know, more ensure our safety. No uh, question about it. I mean, when the power went out last Sunday in the middle of this call, I, I felt lighter and I felt happy. I mean, you know, we might have been looking at picking up sticks and 
building a fire and, you know, heating up our food that way, and I didn't care. I felt better instantly. So, you know, what I just read really does show how the power lines and every conductive material around can be being used uh, right through the power lines to us. And, you know, of course, everything doesn't shut off because you still got harp and Gwen towers and satellites and drones. So it wasn't like I was, you know, floating up off the ground going, oh, this is how I used to feel when I was a kid. But I did feel instantly significantly better. And in all honesty, wish the power just wouldn't turn back on. Right. Well, I'm with you, Neil. You know I am. No, I, uh, I, I'm uh, living here in a 60-unit apartment uh, complex, and I have, uh, as you've, you know, I've mentioned before, uh, probably uh, seven out of the eight circuit breakers are off all the time. It makes a major difference, you know, in how I feel, and I feel, I feel pretty darn good, you know, most of the time. But then again, you know, I've, I, I, I uh, Wi-Fi free, I'm uh, computer free. I'm a TV free. I'm a cell phone free. Uh, uh, and I go girl. <laughs> well, you know, and, but the other part of this is that we need to, you know, we re- need to resist all all the the technology, the wireless technology, and uh, and cling to and demand safe technology, which I think is what you and Skizzit are, are kind of pretty much about, like. Uh, safer, at least, safer technology, you know, the landline phones, uh, non-digitalized uh, everything, uh, 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 analog meters, if we're going to have those, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, oh, and, and by the way, uh, earlier I wanted to, do you want to respond to that? Uh, what would be the summary of your question or your statement? I'm just saying, you know, that in in order to implement this, you know, on a realistic basis, that there are a few very simple things that we can do. And like, uh, I guess her name is Chris, you know, she mentioned early in, on your program today that she had ditched her cell phone uh, and uh, wrapping it, you know, in three, uh, taking the battery out, turning it off on uh, power or airplane mode, Taking the, I think the battery's out. Wrapping it in three, uh, three uh, layers of aluminum foil, and leaving it in the car. Uh, you know, it, it makes a major. You know, if if people can um, put distance or, or just eliminate these sources of the delivery systems, so they're going to be a heck of a lot better off. You know, how's the stuff going to get to them? If the delivery system isn't there. Well, that's the thing, you know, and it's it's to reduce it because we really are like frogs in hot water. I mean, it was taking me a period of time to realize my pain level was going up, my stamina level was going down. And, you know, if I was paying attention, which obviously I wasn't mentally clear enough to really be paying attention, I probably wouldn't have gotten as bad off as I did. I'd also like to mention while I'm thinking about it, uh, it may be a good idea to unplug your microwave oven if you have one. Um, You know, use it as little as possible. Obviously, we all hate microwave, but 
Mm-hmm. There, there's a possibility that they're using our microwave oven when it's just sitting there. Well, it's and not, everything else plugged in overnight. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, know, right. you know, as long as you're unplugging that damn thing, throw it out, get rid of it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> For a I long agree. time, I love. I, I turn off my refrigerator, you guys, so it's just running, 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 run. I tell them I turn this thing to zero off. <laughs> You know, are you the are you the fine lady that that mentioned you know maybe a couple of weeks ago that uh, you had moved and and you were making your place all all um, pretty and comfortable and stuff? But I thought I thought that somebody had mentioned that they in their new apartment they also had some twenty yes. some smart meters. With on those the- those smart meters on my bedroom wall, I got my mirror turned right toward them right now. The mirror from the dress for the dresser. I'm just going to oh. leave it turned right toward them. They no. knew what they were doing. I mean, oh, they oh you mean on your good. side of the wall, you, you put the mirror uh, on immediately on the inside of the wall facing the smart meters on the other side of the wall. Is that correct? Correct. In other words, I do not have the dresser and mirror connected together. I just have the, the mirror hang behind the dresser facing the, the actual mirror is facing a wall, what a smart meters are. Okay, well, you've <laughs> got the right idea. Uh, uh, but, but, boy, I'll tell you, you, you are in a, um, you know, that, that 20 odd or even one, one uh, smart meter on the bedroom wall is just, is just not a healthy situation. It's uh, not. I know. And I know it's at least, it's probably about for sure 12. Uh, it's a total of about 24 because these are all one bedrooms that I, the building I live in, but they're they are not all occupied. So they're about since there are 12 apartments facing the road, the road, and then 12 apartments facing the back. In other words, the back of each apartment touches the back of the other apartment. So it's really like 12. Probably about 12 smart meters directly on my wall, and 12 would probably be more on the other one, too. It's kind of hard to tell because I don't have a window on that side to actually look down at the meters. But it, it's not its not safe. I know it's not. And it's, it's doing no. damage, I know, to myself. And I oh, oh, God. Such a long they, list of symptoms. Mm-hmm. You've got the generally you've got the right idea about that mirror. Not that it's it's all that you know, I can't really tell you that it's all that effective, but what might be more effective and what I would do, well I would not have you know, if I had any choice I would not definitely had not would not have moved into that apartment, uh um uh, uh just because of the smart meters. But since you're there, I would suggest that you don't sleep in it in in the bedroom wall there. And what you do on that one wall, put a whole bunch of layers of of aluminum foil because microwaves, of course, distance you know distance counts, and that's like mm-hmm. oh, uh, that's not very that's pretty close. But the the, the more aluminum foil that you can apply immediately where those smart meters are on the other side of the wall, but put it on the inside of the wall, shiny side out, so that yeah. the uh, microwave, it, it bounces. It's, 
reflects, just like you started there with the mirror, same idea. Uh, uh, that that would oh, be. Oh, you my mean you say shiny side out? You mean Linda? You saying like put the face. shiny side against the wall? Correct. Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put a lot of layers there. I'll tell you. Uh, I have yeah, a friend. I have to think of something because I am not going to sleep with my head nowhere. I have. I don't even sleep in the bedroom. <laughs> every blue moon, I go lay across the bed, but I I don't sleep in the bedroom at all. Right. Well, distance uh, in, in in a lot of these cases is is your friend. Uh, uh, so that that would be right. And you know, you could. Um, if you look around, maybe you'll find somebody who who will come over with a an RF meter uh, to measure and see how that uh, many layers of aluminum foil, which is going to be really really cheap, you know, it's going to be very very inexpensive to uh, put on. Uh, I would say, you know, if it's got really like a whole bunch of them there, you're like. Uh, well, at least six foot by six foot, or, or better yet, plaster the wall. Uh, yeah, I probably do like um, the really heavy-duty aluminum foil. Oh, yeah. I mean, they really got me in a bind in a sense that I used to have, I had paid $300 for that, uh, a meter that can test the electric R. Can you well, Do you know what kind of meter you got? It Was it, was it a tri-field? Hello? I don't know why they're not responding. Oh. Well, uh, anyway, Neil, you know, I have I have some some home improvements of my own to do yet, and I have yet to figure out how to use my wonderful fully corded landline phone without uh, getting sick. My next thing is uh, to I'm going to get a couple of uh, turkey turkey pan, you know the aluminum turkey pans, and I'm going to put the fully corded landline phone in there and see if that doesn't reduce the radiation, which, you know, makes me sick, and then I get agitated. So I'm I'm going to kind of um, uh, uh, put distance in between the phone and myself 20 feet away uh, 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 here soon. But one thing, Neil, if I could... There's something you're going to love, um, uh, and that is uh, Dr. Joel Wallach. If you can get your hands or go online and look at what he's saying, uh, he says that the uh, – I think I tried to mention it before. He says that the um, uh, American uh, Murder Association, the American medical uh, system, uh, uh, is so badly broken that it is beyond repair and it needs to be abandoned. Now, this guy knows what he's talking about because he is also a veterinarian, and uh, he knows how to make healthy uh, cattle and, and all, all kinds of other animals. And one of his, his, one of his books is a, in the Smithsonian. He is a recognized uh, authority. Uh, so he has spearheaded, spearheading a movement to take back our power and to have health based largely on on nutrients, and he has written several books uh, that, that tells, you know, 
there's like an alphabetical order in the book called Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Uh, 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 many, many illnesses, like for instance, diabetes, he says it's a national shame that diabetes is largely a uh, result of chromium, vanadium, primarily chromium deficiency. You know, and I... Uh, I am. I'm listening, you know, and doing what he says, and you know, I'm. Uh, I'm registering a little pre-diabetic myself, and sure enough, if I take a few milligrams of chromium, it stabilizes uh, the blood glucose. Chromium colonate is extremely inexpensive uh, and effective. Um, so anyway, but the whole whole thing of him spearheading a, a revolution, Neil. Uh, uh, in America and around the globe, uh, 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 I think you're going to love if you can get on his website. Uh, and his name again is Dr. Joel Wallach. That's W A L L A C H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dead Doctors Don't Don't Lie is a good book too. Oh yeah, and then he wrote. Uh, he's he and his Chinese doctor wife have written many books, and also the epigenetics and the death of the genetic theory of disease transmission. It's another nice, thick, very interesting book that gives the history and so forth and so on. Uh, He's got some more books that I want to get. Let's Play Doctor. That's one, you know, that tells you how to heal yourself. He's got another book on essential oils, um, but just the whole concept is, you know, the the uh, the uh, medical system is so badly broken. It is beyond repair, and that is absolutely a fact. That's what we have, is as you know, money-driven medicine, and it's it's not benefiting really anyone, well, except uh, big pharma and uh, the people who
consumed our lives and and uh, we were 24 hours of trying oh, to wow. get public, uh, you know, and bring about change. And it is it is working. Look, I'm putting this one. Okay, that's a good place to sit so I can watch you. So, uh, Neil, you know, if there, if if some of these people would make it known that they're available to help other people and and want to put out their email um, addresses or their their phone numbers, uh, you might be surprised that you know, so that you don't feel um, the burden, so to speak, you know, all on you. Well, I'd have to say after four years that there's very few people that do step up and offer to help. What kind of help do you need, um, Neil? Well, I mean, just some really good researchers uh, like yourself that that have access to techs and engineers that could go look up what Pew Harich and Tom Bearden have done and find out about how to make this kind of a face-canceling antenna that cancels out the magnetic field of scalar and maybe barking up the right tree to to do mm-hmm. something that neutralizes all the the RF based stuff. Um I know someone that's working on it right now. He's a former officer, detective and now a minister and he's testing me and about seven, eight other victims. And in the process, he became targeted last week or back a couple oh, weeks ago. Now it's okay. He's he said that he's gonna. He, he he's not sorry. He reminds me of David Voigt, the the Navy grad who got himself targeted because he wants he wanted to know more about this and uh, he wants it to end. So uh, there are good people stepping up. Um, I just sadly feel it's. Well, I don't want to go there. But um, I know I I will talk. Do me a favor and email them terms to me and I will forward it to him because he he asked me to ask everybody if they were willing to uh, did they have a way. He was he he was trying to figure out was it implants or from the chemtrails, this and that. And he used to work on the radio frequencies. He's really good at knowing signals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he needed our input. He's trying to figure it out for us. And he's very calm, sensible, and intelligent. And I believe he's going to do it. Cool. What state is he in? Um, He's in Idaho. He was in uh, Arizona or Texas. And he had to leave because uh, they were chasing him down everywhere and actually flew a plane into his uh, roof of his home. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Heard, uh, I heard about a plane going into a house. That was pretty recent. Was that? Was that this uh, year? I, you know, honestly, I have, it might have been a year ago. I think. I have to ask. I'm not sure. Oh. But he uh, he's chased down everywhere he goes, and he actually can see demons coming in and out of him. He sees it. He can see them. <laughs> That's, wow. I'm just telling you what he tells me. Right, yeah. And I really believe, sensitive. Very sensitive. Yeah. And he seems to think there's a connection with us and demons. He thinks that, um, you know, it's in, I'll just say my opinion, I think most of us, if not all, have certain bloodline. 
And I think um, they, as the frequency started changing, the frequency fence, whatever you want to call it, you know, with the chemtrails and the towers and everything else, we could see them better. And and they were in fear of that. And and that's why whatever was happening in our lives at the time, they came in and targeted us. Excuse me. That's an interesting theory that with the increased electromagnetic atmosphere that yeah. the ghosts and things started to become more uh, relevant yeah. and exactly. uh, and and maybe a little more solid to the senses. So yeah. that that's a very interesting point of in, of discussion right there. I'll have to oh, think yeah. about that one. Yeah. Uh, you might want to make note of uh, quantum physics is involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I study quantum yeah. physics. Mm-hmm. It's the old, uh, we'll just use the Christian version of uh, who rules the airwaves. You know, or you can go with it to merge. It's all, you know, to me the same. It's just different errors, different uh, type, different belief systems. It's the best way they could describe it back then. I'm adamant this is archonic. It's happened before. This is... Uh, it is exactly what the Gnostics tried to warn us about. Really? Well, also, it's, it's confused with holographic imagery that is created on CGI machine. You know, yes. I mean, it's the software-generated holograms that can be infused and right. also can overshadow people's uh, personalities. So. It's very, very hard to distinguish between the real entities and the artificial ones. Yes, and the targeting would drastically take down our intuitive knowledge, our inner intuitive ability. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. because I had that growing up, kid up, Mm -hmm. and it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, they want to interfere with our intuition for sure because uh, that's a lot of times what you can use for discernment. Right, and I mean, they've entered our consciousness. Uh, This is a uh, mind parasite, uh, body parasite, parasitic Mm -hmm. invasion. (laughs) You know, Christians call it the second heaven invasion because the veil came down. uh, Insiders call it the wall where, (coughs) where... Suddenly we can see yeah. them, but they say that we were born into this in the 50s. They started CERN down at Fort Hood, Texas, and, of course, didn't tell anybody. And um, that explained a lot in my life, especially a military base I was left at. They were doing yeah. out-of-body stuff. And, you know, the question is, are they you know, are they, are they military? And you know, even Russ Distar and them tried to get it out of Fort Bragg. You know, where did you get all this from? And the only response they can get is, we got it from them. And and they were left dumbfounded. Like, them meaning, you know, who? Anakin? (laughs) The demons? Who? Aliens? Tell us. And that's all they could get out of them. Mm. So you tell me. They don't even know. But they say this is a Luciferian... Agenda and that matches uh, that matches the synagogue of Satan and you know that that book that but was you written. know what you know what the good side of it is that 
No matter what realm you live in or whatever dimension, you need the same skills. So we can learn these skills here of discernment between spirits, and we can use this anywhere we go when we're done here. That's the, that is the empowering truth about this program for us. It's not so much that we are victims, but we are also learning skills that we can use in the angelic realm and all the levels, you know, every level and every dimension. There are going to be beings, and whether they come from Saturn or they come from the Earth or they come from under the water, it doesn't matter. Discernment uh, is, the, is the tool that you're going to need right. anywhere you go. So I, I'm really... Pretty- Oh, I'm sorry. Really, let me finish. There's a, this is, um, I mean, I'm adamant about this part of it. I don't care who started the program, and I don't care who ends it, but it's all going to be in God's creation, and everything that we learn during this time is going to be vital for our continuance. That's the, yeah, yeah, that's the it, main uh, key here. The yeah, main we, key. we are, in a sense, as sad as it seems, we are being tested whether it's you know i don't think god is testing us i do think that there's uh we live in a multi-dimensional world i know that now and and, and they can alter they can alter the entire reality with the nano and all that and Mm -hmm. uh but but what i see i see neighbors that are controlled i mean you know it's it's demonic you know i know but it's don't be afraid of it don't be afraid of it. Just because we're we're used to our three dimensional reality, it seems solid here. But most of the places are not as solid as this universe. Most of the universes are very ethereal and fluid places where consciousness and intention are the main ways of directing yourself. And so while we got used to being in a three-dimensional solid world in pieces of solid solidity, this, it's not everywhere like this. And so, uh, Are you familiar with the Lemurians? I've heard about them, yeah. They say so, they, they were here long. They say they did live in a spiritual sense, but uh, these others came in and went down in Atlantia and ruined it all. That was just that was just one of the phases of the Earth. You know, we have five different yeah. major destructions mm-hmm. of the planet in which the planet regrew itself over billions of right. years. You're right. So, don't be afraid of it. I mean, this is part of the plan. We are supposed to learn these skills. We're supposed to become stronger in our faith. We're supposed to move on through this experience to the next one and graduate. It's obvious that whatever, whomever is doing this, you know, you can feel that you know, they, they take you up, down, and around and, ta- and behind the scenes. I mean, it's pure hatred. But the way I see them all act, now, forget the neighbor thing. That's very sad what I see in public. Yeah, because, I know. You know, it is. It's. They don't like the human race, period. Yeah, well, that's, it's that's very right. sad for yeah. them that they live in such a limited world that all they can do is act out and, and do crazy, horrible things to each other, you know. But yeah. that's all on that level, you know. They're so you think that level. there is a 
a spiritual um, afterlife, a spiritual, and I do know that we have spirits, a spiritual afterlife of um, advancement, but that yes. this is what this could be. Okay. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Not even a shred of doubt. It's similar to how the Christians look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, except theirs is a much more stringent, but uh, I think when I, be, you know, I realized uh, about a year ago that uh, in order for me to really try to dig down and find the truth, I was going to have to let go of everything I ever learned, every belief I had, yeah. and it was time to go down that rabbit hole, you know? Well, right, right. And that's part of Why, you guys, the- is there a lucid, I mean, interrupt, I just got unmuted. Why is there a lucid called a Lucifer um, telescope over there in, is it Arizona? It's yeah, like they, like by to, the Catholic they like to church. And the Catholic church named it Lucifer. I don't know why, but they was talking about, and I said, yeah, they, I I'm talking about an AM radio station. Something similar to Coast to Coast was talking about uh, how they came up with the name, but I missed—I didn't get all of it because I wasn't in the room. But have you? Have you? you can you Go get ahead. on? Uh, can you get on YouTube? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go over there and look for Vatican sings to Lucifer. Sings. <laughs> I can't make this up, and there's about three. <laughs> Masses where the separate masses that groups hundreds of them are singing. You're going to see them singing. They're praising Lucifer, and they even say in the same song that I can't make this up that Lucifer took Christ down into the pits of hell. And when Lucifer and Christ came back up, Christ was Lucifer's son. All this bunch of people are trying to they. Many people, though, I'm going to look it up. Many people have been, I can't do it while I'm on the phone. I used to could, but I can no longer look at a YouTube while I'm on look the phone. Look for that. Just Vatican and just the two oh, words, I will, Vatican, uh, Lucifer. Yeah, I can't make this up, and it's pretty deep. They but actually it makes people wonder why, you know. Um, they think Lucifer uh, was the good guy and God. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, kind of. It's like it's Amos, I think, chapter 5, verse 15, yeah. and putting um, good for bad and bad for good. Well, a little hint, if you look at how they dress, the, you know, the popes and all notice their hats. They go up real high, like a fish's head pointed. Um, if you ran a search on who else wore them several thousands of years ago, they were called the Anunnaki, and they are known as the A-N-A-K, Anak, in the Bible as well. The mm-hmm. Anunnaki are talked about in the Nag Hammon, which was a much earlier Christian group, the Gnostics. And they were all just, they were killed. They burnt down uh, the Alexander Library, Constantine, and he went on to become the first pope. It's really interesting. It's worth it is. people looking into. They want to find the truth. It's ours. They, well, they stay. stay with the scriptures as they're yeah. written because it's like People are trying to say it's a flat earth and this and this and this everything, trying to seem like everything we have learned, it's like as if the world wants to un- have it turn around and unlearn. Right. And, you know, when you find out so, the truth, 
Yeah, we find out. We've been lying to about with the reality wow. of things. I say stick with what the Bible, how it reads it. We're going to make it through this as a, as a human race, and we're going to make it through this because this planet was designed for man. And if there had a designer or a creator, he had to have a purpose, and that was to have us here so that we can worship him. But now it seems like someone else wants to take over and have that yeah. worship that sure so-called Lucifer or Satan yeah. Yeah, I who wants Christ out of the picture. He wants Christ out the picture because he's the one who's going to do something about it. Christ is, Jesus Christ. But meanwhile, there are righteous people. There are people trying, like I heard you two guys uh, were saying, I think it was uh, earlier, about the two men um, who didn't, don't know each other, but they're trying to help this group, help us out, the target ones. We survived the stuff. So if it's true, believe me, there are others. There are others. Cause I like Have you ever values. heard of Scott Hensler? Huh? Have you heard of a Scott Hensler? Scott Tesler? Hensler, mm-hmm. H-E-N-S-L-E-R. He runs. He talks every other night over at Blog Talk, and he runs uh, some. He runs some sites about different thing, about targeting. And uh, he was not a target for years. He used to be a detective mm-hmm. and uh, a body snatcher. And about 15 mm-hmm. years ago, he got wind of this, and uh, mm-hmm. they, they directly connected it to um, satanic ritual abuse. Oh, it's yeah, you can anybody who you don't have to be of a religious belief to know. I I would think just in general we see this as something beyond what we in general know. I mean, it's not people, human. As Neil always says too, people who can walk through walls or people I say he always says that no, but uh, the remote viewing and you see they trading off their their life and souls to get this knowledge. Usually you got yeah. to give something in order to receive something. That's the way it usually goes. I think so. we, you know, I think what what um, Sue Mai was saying, you know, we have to have uh, hope, faith. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.